Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I'm Daft Prodigy, and you are listening to Session 34, I Spy With My Little Eye. Things are heating up in Corvosa, as it appears that the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden may have a vampire lurking around. This session features sound effects and music from Sirenscape, as well as some additional music from Philips Tabletop Music Bazaar. More on those at the end of the session. This week we'd like to shout out the lovely folks at Pod Against the Machine! They recently held a giveaway of Iron Gods dice, and I was lucky enough to win a set! Iron Gods has been a really important adventure path to me, and I've really been enjoying it, and Pot Against the Machines playthrough of it is just fantastic. Their music is super good, the characters are really interesting, and it's just delightful to see them going through this adventure path that's so dear to my heart. I can't wait to roll the dice that I've won for my Android Witch in my next Iron Gods session. Thanks again to Pot Against the Machine, and if you too want to experience Iron Gods, check them out at podagainstthemachine.com. In the meantime, though, let's see what our floating eyeball has in store in this week's session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome, welcome back, back to, to Curse of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Oh, that's really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what happened last time on last Curse of the Crimson time Throne? On Curse of the Crimson Throne, uh, we found some vampires. The vampires. Uh, so, so what we did, um, we got up into uh, Endrin Isle after discovering that. Kester had been taken by Hell Knights of the Order of the Pyre. We determined that we should probably do the thing Cresta wanted us to come up here for, and then we could go down and tell Cresta about everything. Uh, We went to Giatori's Toys, which is the creepiest and least successful toy shop Uh, in all of Corvosa. It's basically an entire toy shop of, of like, the creepy, uh, like, thunderclap signs of toys in an abandoned <laughs> toy shop in I, I i don't know i i find myself thinking of like broken jack-in-the-box s- noises yes yeah and like i think there's like a rugrats episode where yeah. where they where they're like uh in this place and like all the toys are lit from the bottom or something gosh and you know um we found uh giatori dead yes. with eight puncture wounds in him yes uh along with a bunch of puncture wounds and uh, bodies outside of the toy shop in the alley. So not only is this a was this a body drop for some uh, lazy body collectors, it's also a place where vampires have been feeding. Bleh! Bleh! Uh, so we snuck into, insofar as one sneaks into an empty building, um, <laughs> into Giatori's yeah. toys and yeah. uh, went into the basement, upon which point we found four coffins... With slumbering vampires inside. Yes. Uh, we killed one, which woke the other three up. We fought them. We got several negative levels. Uh, and 
uh, emerged uh, bleeding and bruised into the daylight um, with a couple of vampires on pikes uh, on yes. javelins, technically. Yes. Uh, now, I don't believe we, we specified this, but you would actually also need to have put some sort of like poncho or yeah, something we'll over them. Yeah, use one of the bedrolls or yeah, something. Yeah, use like a bedroll to cover them up so they don't get destroyed by the sunlight. <laughs> You walk out with your staked vampires, and they just all evaporate. Yeah, we ended yeah. up we ended up uh, sticking one of them in the river in the Narrows of Saint Alica. Um, we stashed the other one in a uh, a little cave or something away mm-hmm. from running water, and used Carrion Compass to yes. uh, which was a nice spell that Unia had prepped because uh, we've been hearing about some problems with undead, um, and they were like, you know, if I if I prep this and then we use it. Uh, we can maybe find where some of the people who are making these undead are. Yes. Uh, and so we followed the carrion compass, which was one of the eyeballs from the uh, from the vampire whose body has been stashed. We followed it across a good portion of Corvosa and ended up at the entrance to the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden. Yes. There's a vampire. Yes. In and the you, hospice. You, you get to the door. Yeah. With your little vampire eyeball. And the little vampire eyeball goes floating. And the, the vampire eyeball is is pushing toward the door, and it could easily like go through a crack in the door, except that would make it lose line of sight with you. So now you have taken your vampire eye and you have gotten here. Uh, what are you doing? Well, um at the moment we are in no position to be fighting anything. Uh, Lenore is out of blood rage and has two negative levels. Ophelia and Unia both have negative levels. <laughs> so we're not so fighting a vampire. We're gonna right now? we're gonna put a pin in that. All right. Um, All right. Yeah. Unfortunately, like if we go in and try to fight a vampire right now, we're gonna we're gonna die. Yeah. Uh, not, uh, also worth pointing out, this would be the sire of the vampires you killed. Yes. We, so, yes. Uh, if yeah. we're gonna fight a vampire sire, we need to be in better shape than we currently are. Um, yes. And so we're gonna put a pin in that. Yes. And we're gonna make. Well, we could go talk to Cresta right now. We are close enough. Yes. Technically, the cover of night is not supposed to be in the city right now. We left the city. Oh, told yeah. them we were going to, um, frickin' Trails in, yeah. and that we're going to be gone for a couple of days. You, you have made some successful stealth checks to, um, yes, to um, uh, basically avoid patrols while you've been back following this eyeball. I, I imagine it might be a little bit more difficult to do that as we approach the citadel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, once you get close to the citadel, there's no way, no, no stealth check is going to hide you from the guards that are around there. Okay, um, especially the gray maidens that are in the citadel. Um, so... Actually, if you're close to the door, there are gray maidens posted by the door. So I don't know how close you actually want to get to the door of the Uh, hospice. Yeah, we're not going to get super close. Okay. Um, Basically, you get to the point where you can tell that the eyeball is going toward the hospice. mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So, what would you like to do? I guess we should probably go someplace to get these negative levels removed. Okay. Uh, Um, This, uh... We'll we'll be better at making stealth checks and stuff once the <laughs> negative levels are gone. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you you could go to any number of temples. Uh, you have the Church of Abadar. You have the mm-hmm. Sanctuary of Shallon. The Pantheon of the Many is quite far away, actually, and probably not where you want to go. Um, yeah, Temple of Asmodeus. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> you know, uh, the, only pl- the only time we're going to the Temple of Asmodeus is to 
ask them where the order of the pyre is. Um, <laughs> we also need to tell Cresta about that. But yes, um, I think you do know that that the Corvosan Guard coordinates uh, Hell Knight activities when the Hell Knights are in the city. So yeah. there's a good chance that Cressida will know what the deal is. And if Cressida okay. doesn't know what the deal is, that's an even bigger deal. Yeah. So uh, I think we should probably uh, let's head to the um, the Bank of Abadar. Okay. Uh, see if we can get some, maybe not discounted healing, but some um, reasonably priced healing. By now, it's been like two weeks. The Church of Abadar will have found a way to get people to queue up. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a more orderly fashion and so that it's not just this mass of people demanding healing. Yeah. Um, now, that's not to say that it's always orderly. Yeah. Uh, this is a place where people are desperate and dying. Mm-hmm. And the offering discounted healing to plague carters has mm-hmm. helped in that now there is a line of people seeking work as plague carters mm-hmm. uh, so that they can uh, heal their loved ones. Yeah. Um, and there's also like a line of sick people. There mm-hmm. is a line of the line of sick people would be attended to by queen's physicians. Mm-hmm. So even if they're not getting magical healing, they're still having heal checks made on them. Oh, oh, um, while we're walking, can Damien cast... Uh, so Damien can cast Death Watch at will. Um, Death Watch allows me to determine if a person I'm looking at is um, alive. Uh-huh. Uh, alive and struggling to live, mm-hmm. i.e. low hit points, dying or dead. Yes. Or undead. Okay. Uh, and it lasts 10 minutes per level. And if we run into any Queen's physicians that are vampires... <laughs> that, are, that you detect as undead, yeah. Yeah, that we detect as undead. Okay. Uh, Damien should be able to tell. Okay. Um, um, uh, now, you will... It is I, a necromancy spell, right? Yes. So you will be uh, emanating some sort of ghastly apparition of uh, what's manifesting this... What is it, a cone around you? Yes. I like to, so so one of my favorite things to visualize of like the divination spells, and while this is not a detect spell, uh, it sort of has the same idea, so I imagine the yeah. emanation is similar, Yeah. Uh, is that I, 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 I frequently picture them like those Snapchat filters that have like little sparkly lights over you. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people uh, will say that it's like, um, it's like headlights blaring out of your eyes. Yeah. Um, uh, I like the idea that it's like little, little little Snapchat filters Damien that has dance around li- your head. Damien has little chibi skulls dancing little around chibi his head. And then throughout your vision, there will be like little skulls that pop up uh, mm-hmm. in the 30 feet in front of you. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe you're the only one able to see the detection. Yes. Yeah. So they don't see that part, but you can see these wisps of like energy that just seem to like peel off from you and wrap around people and uh, on on the people that you can see lining the alleys and things yeah. that are dying of blood veil, Damien. you will see that they are close to death. Damien uh, looks visibly uncomfortable. The first time I used Death Watch, I was 12. I cried all day. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't detect anyone that seems to be undead. Uh, let's, let's stealth. Stealth rocks. Oh, stealth rocks. Quiet. Quiet rolling. <laughs> okay. And also give me a disguise check for Damien. Okay, um, hold on. Unia rolled real bad on stealth. Oh, no. They, they're currently, uh, they currently have a negative three to stealth. Uh, they rolled zero. <laughs> Alright. But, 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 Lenore got a natural 20. Uh, for a, oof, total of 16. Uh, she's Ouch. got, she's got two negative levels, man. Ouch. Ophelia got a 
Good lord, a 24. Uh, and Damien got a 22. Yes. So because Unia has a zero, <laughs> Unia is going to be clanking around quite a lot. Clank, 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 uh, clank, clank. while the rest of you aren't drawing a lot of attention to yourselves, every now and then, like, Unia just walks around a corner. Like, and and Siren's like, no, no, no. And 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 um, Unia will be standing out in the middle of a street. <laughs> and, oh, there's guards there. Uh, uh, and oh. Queen's Physicians and maybe Grey Maidens. Let me make a disguise check for Damien. Or, yes. uh, I'll, I'll roll it with uh, Ophelia's disguise. Uh, so you're having Ophelia disguise Damien? Yes. Okay. Yes. Got a plus okay. 10 modifier. To I think you can do that. Let me double check disguise. I'm pretty sure you can do that. What's up? I'm going to have Damien help. <laughs> that bad, huh? Yeah, that bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Ophelia got a natural one. Oh, no. For and a total I, of? And for a total of 11. I tried to have Damien help. He rolled a two. <laughs> so. What happens? <laughs> it's it's like that scene in um in Thor Ragnarok. Yes, yes. Where um, yes, he's just got the blanket he's just over, got the blanket his, over his, his face, and, and, and Valkyrie's like, "That's your disguise. I can see your face." And he pulls it over. <laughs> not he's if like, I do not, this. Not if I do this, you can't. <laughs> yeah, but he like keeps forgetting to cover his face. Yeah, and uh, so um so there's there's a a, a a purple tiefling walking around with a um. With skulls coming off of him, and yes. he's wearing a blanket. <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, most of you, you're able to, like, kind of stick to the alleys and things. Uh, now, you're going to be moving at probably, like, half speed, mm -hmm. um, because you're taking the long way. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, there will be a few times that Unia is seen by, like, Queen's Physicians on their routes. Mm. Uh, and so the Queen's Physicians are going to know that Unia is here. Yes. Now, whether they recognize Unia, uh, let's roll a knowledge local to know a hero. <laughs> roll low, roll low, roll low. I got a four on die. What? That's not going to be the only patrol you encounter. Let's roll another one. <laughs> low, 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 low. Okay. Uh, <laughs> They're going about their business. It's okay. You can we... see them knocking on doors. Um, you can actually see ev uh, every now and then as you're walking around. Uh, plague doctors carrying out uh, stretchers Oof. with black sheets over them. Oof. Um, and it's... Things are bad. The uh, The number of people out on the street is... It's it's so reduced that it's almost like you're walking through a ghost town. Hard to stealth when you're the only people yeah, out here. it is. <laughs> um, now, now, Making our way know. uptown. Walking slow. Walking slower. Why are they looking at us? Da -da 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 -da. You realize that they're all looking at Unia. But eventually, um, you will get to uh, the Temple of Abadar, and you will, as I was saying earlier, they have begun to marshal the people trying to get into the building a little bit better. They have a line for plague carters of that they don't need to get into the building. Mm -hmm. um, there would be, by now, actually, some of the paladins would have probably retrained their mercies mm -hmm. to heal disease. Wow. Um, which is a thing that you can do. Uh, uh, and usually Paladins of Abadar would probably not have disease as one of their mercies. Yeah. Uh, but some of the Paladins have have begun aiding in the removal of disease with this. Wow. Um, now, there's not many Paladins that can remove disease. Because I believe that is a decently high level mercy. I'm going to check it real quick. Just to d double check it. Yeah, you need to be a six level Paladin. But 
uh, it's taken the two weeks for paladins to respec into removing disease. Yeah. Because they had to retrain, and uh, retraining rules are a whole thing. But anyway, you get into the temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are now people going about their banking business, and also some people still inside getting their healing directly. Um, well, I need to check if the wands are done yet. Let's go to the oven. <laughs> We're baking the wands. We're baking some wands. First wands have removed these. We got five days until the wands are ready. Mm. <laughs> um, Can we bake them faster by turning up the heat in the oven? Technically, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> that would be that would be um, trying to rush your your item creation. It raises the DC. I think oh. by five. Oh. Um, so there's a greater risk of failure. Mm. But you could, and I imagine that that's actually what they're going to do. Mm. Uh, at least with some of them. Yeah, the people who are good enough to right. make But you get to a Shani Daughtry. Yes. Your manager. Yes, our manager. <laughs> yes. And uh, what would you like to Hi. do? You know, Shani. You, you go into a Shani's room. Again, it's a, it's a nice... It's a nice, uh, I believe he has a nice dark wood desk. Knock, knock. He's got some shelves that have like a bunch of law books and a bunch of like finance books and also some awards up on a shelf and a holy symbol of Abadar just sitting on there on yeah. like on like one of those little um, plinths. Plinths, yeah. Damien's leading the group because everybody else is sort of trudging a little bit because they feel like crap. Um, hello, knock, knock. Oh, uh, hello. Um, Hi, uh, Sorry, I, I wasn't expecting you. Uh, yeah, we weren't expecting to be here. Oh, um, what can I, uh, help you with? Um, so, uh, we've been fighting vampires. Oh, um, uh, that's a lot. Everybody else got hurt by the vampires. Energy uh-huh. drain? Ooh. We figured it'd probably be better to get it healed now than if any of it sticks around later. Um, uh, so that's a, I might need to go talk to my manager, um. I don't uh, actually have the ability to remove that. Oh. Uh, that's a bit more difficult. Now, luckily, it's also very expensive magic, and so not commonly something that we're using here. Uh, yeah. Let me go. So I'm going to give a 50% chance that somebody above him has restoration prepped and hasn't used it yet today. That's, you're in the middle of an epidemic. Why do things keep happening to me? rolled 67 so he will he will go off for a couple minutes uh and come back with uh with a uh someone in dem in a hyper business demi magnet ultra formal uh who will say hi wow you're i'm the the manager and i understand that you need restoration cast on you you are the fanciest looking person i've ever seen yes so i have two castings of restoration that i can use on you well um let's let's get lenore lenore's not doing very well lenore has deep dark circles under her eyes Mm -hmm. and she looks pale and sort of worn out um uh, yeah that'd be really nice thanks yes um and then um Ophelia Unia um which of you wants to um and Unia sort of uh steps back I probably have a better chance of removing this through my own force of body overnight yeah. than Ophelia does no offense Ophelia okay. no no um thanks uh we can or, sorry, sorry, siren. <laughs> yeah, I'd appreciate it. Thanks. 
Okay, so you're you're gonna have those castings be done on uh, uh, Lenore and Ophelia. Lenore and Ophelia, got it. All right. Uh, now I believe it's a hundred gold for uh, casting. For casting. Yes. Uh, That'll now, remove all the temporary negative levels. They will. They will not charge you for the spell casting cost, but they are going to charge you for the the material component. That makes sense. Yeah. That's that's totally reasonable. They, they are actually expending diamond dust. Yeah. Uh, to help you. Oh, okay. This brilliant energy of a of a level nine cleric washes over you, uh, and you're like, "Wow, commerce is great, isn't it?" <laughs> also, order I and feel cities. Like, I feel like going to a Black Friday sale. <laughs> you just you you you. This energy washes over you, and you see a few coupons float by your heads, <laughs> uh, and uh, and your connection to capitalism <laughs> has removed <laughs> your negative levels. Does uh, does restoration restore rounds of blood rage or? No. Okay. It removes all temporary negative levels mm-hmm. uh, and I believe all ability damage to one ability score. So Unia still has one negative level. Yep. I do still have two hero points left for Unia. Okay. And I can use those on fort saves or stabilization and stuff. So I think it'll be Okay. If you if you fail, you just use another hero point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now it might be, it. This might lead to me being extremely unhappy. We'll have to see. Oh boy. <laughs> uh. But um, like Ophelia didn't have any more hero points, and okay. Lenore had two negative levels. Okay. So so uh, um so you you will get that done. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And uh, anything else you want to do here at the Church of Abadar? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I want to ask Ashani. So speaking hypothetically, if um, a group of adventurers you know was fighting some weird creatures, maybe like were rats or something, and some of them got bit uh, hypothetically, how would you be able to tell if they'd contracted lycanthropy or not? Um, and how would you get rid of it? Well, um... I find that the safest thing to do if you suspect that you've been exposed to lycanthropy is to cast remove curse on the person that that was bitten. Okay. Um other than that, I I don't know much about lycanthropy. Okay. Unfortunately. Um uh extremely fancy gentleman individual. Hi. Do you I'm know a level 9 cleric? <laughs> Level nine cleric, do you know anything about lycanthropy? Ah, why yes. <laughs> Let me talk to you about the the cure for lycanthropy. Hey. The number one thing that you need done is you need to have remove curse cast on you. I have been doing that. You must you must have remove curse uh, cast on you uh, if you are infected by a lycanthrope's bite attack. You must also consume a dose of wolf's bane. Oh. On the same day that you re- that you receive the remove curse effect, the remove curse must be cast by a twelfth level cleric. Uh, well, crap. Yes. <laughs> Within three days of the infecting lycanthrope's attack. Oh my god. And okay. you must consume a dose of wolfsbane uh, on the same day that you receive. Okay. The remove curse. D- Heal will also do it. <laughs> Good lord. Twelfth uh, level cleric? Yes. Oh my god. 
<laughs> are there are there 12th level clerics here? There are two 12th level. There are two 13th level clerics. One here and one, one at here and one in the Church of Phrasma. Oh my god. And um, I will tell you it's probably going to be hard to get them to use their third level spells to remove curse on you or use their... Within three days? Within three days. Oh my gosh. So we have like tomorrow. Uh, yes. Now if you miss that window uh, you can consume a dose of Wolfsbane in the future to allow yourself a new attempt to remove lycanthropy. Okay. But you will only know if your lycanthropy has progressed by the full moon. Yeah. At the full moon, you will need to make a save to resist the urges of lycanthropy. If you fail, well... We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, um, no, no, no. If you fail, it's generally known that you will have an urge to kill. Now, usually this urge is mild at first, but the more times you fail, the stronger it gets. Oh, boy. And when you... If it proceeds to a point that you kill a humanoid... Oh, boy. Or um, human-like outsider, the effect will be permanent. Oh. And you will not be able to remove it uh, without resorting to... I, I, I've heard rumors that there are methods to remove permanent lycanthropy, but... That is beyond the ability of the Church of Abadar. Okay, uh, so... At least here in Corvosa. It's probably... Okay. You wouldn't happen to have any wolfsbane on hand, would you? We don't, no. Okay. okay. Um, um, well, we're just gonna have to hope that... If only there were some, like, werewolf hunters in the city or something. That guy! That guy I had to pretend I liked his stories. Brave uh, uh, Johnson. <laughs> Brave Johnson, yes. Okay, um... So we could go there, but how are we going to get a 12th level cleric to agree to use one of their third level spells to remove curse on us instead of blood veil on somebody else? We might have to wait until we can fix this blood veil thing and just hope that none of us progress. I can check uh, the Archbanker's schedule. Flip, flip, flip. Oh, look at that. He's not free. <laughs> <laughs> at least not in the next three days. I mean... If it comes if it comes down to it, we can we can get we can tie somebody up and uh, keep them from I don't know turning into a a, a rat uh, or we get kennels kennels maybe. <laughs> Do you have been exposed to lycanthropy? Um. Uh. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best. Thanks. Um, it's definitely a priority to if we can, save people's lives from blood veil. If we can cure right blood veil, I am sure it will be easier to get you the treatment you need if you have succumbed to this effect. So we have two weeks until the full moon. Or for the time being, I would recommend restraining anyone who you think has been exposed. Okay. On the full moon. Damien, you're going to have a fun time. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, the next full moon... Uh, for those of you not following the lunar calendar, will be on the 18th, which is in 13 days. Oh boy. Provided. Now, additionally, um, you also found something that might be relevant while you're here in the Church of Abadar. I found a key! You found a bank key. I found a bank key! Yes! Uh -huh. uh, for uh, account number 261. Yes! I would like to go to box 261 and see what is in this so box. You present, you present the key to like either Ashani or the uh, the manager. Yes. And they will escort you to the uh, secure 
the private deposit boxes, uh, in which they will they will take you to the room. Mm-hmm. They will uh, gesture toward the wall, uh, and they will point out uh, box two sixty one, and uh, they will take the key, put it in the box, and then they will leave the room. All right. Uh, there was just a slip of paper in it that says, I prepared explosive runes today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so they, they leave the room and uh, you open the box. Yeah. All right. Inside you will find 68 gold. Ooh. A set of masterwork thieves tools. Another one. Uh, a pair of boots. Oh, are they magical? And, uh, you detect, detect magic? Yes. Yep, they're magical. Ooh, oh, it's... And a sheaf of papers detailing creations of dozens of poorly designed toys. <laughs> All right, um, you want to uh, identify the magic item? Yes, I would like to identify those boots. I'll roll spellcraft. 28. Uh, these are boots of striding and springing. Ooh. These boots increase the wearer's base land speed by 10 feet. <gasps> In addition to this striding ability, considered an enhancement bonus, these boots allow the wearer to make great leaps. She can jump with a plus five competence bonus on acrobatics checks. Oh, it, but it only gives you a bonus to jumps? Only on jumping, yes. All right, well, uh, Lenore has the ring of jumping. Let's give Ophelia the boots. All right, so you both have something that'll help you with jumping. Anyway. So, yeah, you get that. Uh, and what else would you like to do today? Um, so it's getting th- kind of late now. Yeah, I think we should probably head home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, see if we can sneak back. Um, do you want to check in with Cress, or or do you want to go? Oh, you're right, you're right. You, you, need to, you need to sneak back into the city. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you need to sneak out of the city again. Yeah. And then sneak back in. Yeah. Could we still do that today, or would that be, uh... I mean, you could try, you know? I, I, I'm not gonna stop you. Yeah. I mean, we're already kind of up at the north end of town right now. Uh-huh. Um, so we could, like, uh, cross the Jigari, um, get over to Trails End. You've definitely been seen by the Queen's visitors at this point. Yeah. Um... Now, whether or not they've noted that you were in town after, after they co- and compared notes with the people that have been at the gate, who knows? Yeah, let's uh, let's 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 come back to town. How about we so equip your swimming gear? Yeah, we'll you equip your. You get your bottle there out. Yeah, and you're gonna swim across where? Good question. Can we? Can we swim, swim across like Harborview, uh, the, the Jagari River, like at Harbor Harborview Boulevard, sort of, um, um, and uh, come out by the thief camp? I think so. Do you you head down to the docks? Yeah. Uh, along uh, along the wall, at the uh, south side of like the North Gate area. Yeah. Roll stealth. Roll stealth and swim checks. Stealth and swim checks. First to stealth. Yes. To sneak, to sneak uh, past guard patrols and clack, down to the river. Clack, clack, stealth rocks. Uh, uh. That, huh? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> What'd you get? Well. <laughs> not good, huh? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Not good. Uh, Lenore got a five. Yenia got a seven. Oh no. Uh, Damien got a sixteen, and Ophelia got a 
got an 18. Okay. <laughs> uh. So you guys are going down to the docks, hugging the wall. Or probably 19. I wouldn't have my buckler out when I'm uh, yeah. when I'm when I'm swimming. Yeah, well, uh, um, you're you're getting out toward yeah. the docks, hugging the wall, dodging patrols. You turn a corner, and just as you're turning a corner, you see a guard look at you. Uh, and the guy is going to be coming over. Uh, and uh, the first thing that you will notice is that he is a uh, just a regular Corvosan guard, uh, and he is wearing a tabard that has the coat of arms of the city of Corvosa okay. on it. Okay, so he's not one of the scarlet tabards. No. Okay. Not one of the royalists, okay. so far as you know. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, this is actually okay. This is uh. actually okay. We're just gonna we're gonna try to act not suspicious at all. Then I mean, he's gonna see that you were sneaking around. He's gonna be coming toward yeah. you. Yeah, uh, the, the like, siren's gonna go. Act natural, act natural, and everybody's going to sort of assume a assume kind of a... stilted post. <laughs> all right, uh, and he goes, "Hey, uh, hi. This area's uh, supposed to be under quarantine. We're we're trying to limit traffic from the docks." Yeah, sorry. Oh, we're... Ho- holy shit! You guys are the cover of night. Yeah, we're we're on official business for oh. Cressida. For Cressida? Yeah. What are you doing? Um, so we were actually investigating some stuff with the body dumps. Uh, apparently some people who have been, um, who have been hired as plague carriers aren't doing their jobs. So we've been searching oh. around, uh, trying oh, to figure shit. out where those bodies are going. Wow, that's, that's really cool. Uh, no, did you find anything? To, yeah, yeah. Um, but we have to be really quiet about it because if people find out we're investigating this, then whatever they've been doing clandestinely, they're going to stop doing Ah, you gotta catch him in the act, huh? Yeah, yeah, so if you yeah. could keep this quiet, that would be fantastic. So sort of, like, undercover shit? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, um, I'm friends with, uh, Ven Kaskerkin. Yeah. And I heard that you guys, uh, helped him get a reduced sentence. He had a really bad deal. Yeah. Um, dude, those guys were dicks. Yeah. So, dicks. um, you know, just do, do your thing. Okay. Um, I didn't see anything. You didn't see anything. Uh-huh. Thank you. Um, what are, what are you doing, though, just so I know, like right now? Well, um, right now we are, um, we're going to sneak into the water and uh, go across the city. Oh, where, where were you going before? Um, so we, we were up on Endron Isle. Cressida oh. wanted us to go up there, and it's so been... So you're avoiding the Grey Maidens? Yes! Well... I'll run an interference for you if I see anybody. Thank you so much. You are one of the everyday heroes in this town. Go on. Uh, there's not another patrol coming around for another another couple minutes. Okay. Thank you. All right. Should I roll bluff? Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll have Ophelia roll bluff, and then we'll see how many people need to help Ophelia. <laughs> What's your base? <laughs> 14. All right. Yeah, you succeed. He, he rolled a four. I got better. an 18 on die. Let me let me have this. <laughs> 32. This guy trusts you implicitly. Aww. He's like, you guys are heroes. Aww. Uh, and uh, yeah, we see the seeds of dissent among the ranks. <laughs> Not everybody's on the same side in the Corvassian Guard. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, you found one of the good ones. Luckily. Hoo-hoo. So uh, we will... Slip into the water. Let's make some swim checks. Uh, We're going to take off our uh, bucklers for this because who is swimming with a buckler on? Not me. Uh, That seems just like a bad idea. Okay. 
Unia rolled like garbage, but everybody else rolled okay. Uh, so Unia got a four. <laughs> um, but everybody else rolled really well. Lenore got a 21. 21. Damien got a 22. And Ophelia got a 20. Okay. Okay. What was your lowest? Four. Four. But um, uh, what, what, how many got over 10? Everybody else got okay, 20 so or higher. One of you, who, who rolled the four? Uh, Unia. Unia rolled the four. Uh, so, so Unia uh, at one point is sort of sinking a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like flailing a bit. Uh, Unia still has the negative level, yeah? Yes. Uh, it seems that Unia has briefly forgotten how to swim. <laughs> and is sort of sinking in their armor. And uh, um, Lenore and Damien are going to grab each okay. grab one of Unia's arms okay. and uh, help them swim okay. to shore. So it'll take you uh, a little bit longer than usual. Um, uh, give me another swim check from Unia. Okie dokie. Come on, Unia. Uh, now you can actually, you can have the others uh, specifically be aiding Unia. Yes. Uh, so Unia got a... Uh, Unia got a uh, 12 on die. All right, well, you're good. It's, it's so, calm waters. Yeah, yeah, so that's an 11. <laughs> um, with aid, so... No, and then with aid, so... Uh, 15. F- 15, yeah. Great. All right, so you are able to get across. Uh, it takes you probably about a half an hour. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, uh, Unia's having a tough time. The water, and this is a wide part of the river. Um, I am going to say that Unia is going to be fatigued. Okay. Coming out of the water. Okay. Uh, and you get out on the thief camp side. Yep. And what you doing? Um, so we're gonna, um, press digitate the water off of everybody. Okay. Give Unia a second to catch their breath. You run the dryer for a little bit. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yes. Damien knows people in the thief camp, so I'm guessing we go to somebody's, uh, somebody's place. We're doing secret, uh, hero stuff. Noble warrior hero stuff. And, uh, they're like, ooh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Damien, look at you! <laughs> finally doing something with your life! Oh. <laughs> and, uh... They grow up so slowly, honestly. <laughs> you're so old. I'm... I was born 30 years ago, and I have a family and a job and everything, and you've just been working with cards, haven't you? <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, how are those uh, How are those card towers coming, Damien? I'm not building card towers. <laughs> you should build, by now you should have built an entire card castle Corvosa. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you're, uh, you're able to get uh, you're able to get that done and you go back to the entrance. If Uni is having a difficult time catching their breath, they're going to cast Lesser Restoration on themselves to uh, get rid of their fatigue. Okay. Yep. Condition. So uh, you cast Lesser Restoration and you get rid of your fatigue. Do, 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 do. And we are going to head back in through the city. Um, we came we came out the dwarf walk roadside of the city. So we came out on this side of the city anyway. Yes. And yeah, we're just gonna, we're gonna head back in that way. Uh, and so you will get to the gate and uh, the guards on duty will, will uh, ask you for your, for your information. Hey, cover of night, coming back in. Ah, you you reported that you wouldn't be back in for a couple of days. Uh, yeah, uh, things have, uh, things went a little faster than expected. A lot of that happening these days, Rob Bluff. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, um, yeah, we went up to, uh, um, went up to, what's the place called? Uh, Trails End. Went up to Trails End, uh, and we just, we gotta come back and get some stuff. 
Uh, we might be going back out again tomorrow. Ah. Well, I hope that these excursions will be limited. We shouldn't be coming and going so frequently. Yeah, I hope I hope so too. All right. Um, and so roll bluff. Um. All right. Uh, we'll have Lenore and Ophelia roll bluff. Uh, bluff rocks. Bluff rocks. Oh, Lenore. Go, Lenore. Lenore uh, rolled a 19 on die for a 22, and Ophelia got a 21. Uh, so, uh, 24. Let's see if we need anybody to help. Uh, you're, you're, yeah. you, he doesn't seem to question you further than that. Alrighty. The guards allow you back in, and you may go about your business. All right. So you're heading back home? Yeah. Well, uh, how late is it now? It's probably getting to, like, the sun, sun is setting. It's would getting we, late. Would we still be able to stop by Cressida's? Could. Um, because uh, we're going to have to pass by there if we're heading along East Shore. We're going to have to go through High Bridge yep. on our way back. Um, Damien's going to keep Death Watch up. You're making your way through uh, East East Shore. Making our way up down to down High Bridge. Yeah. Making the, our way down the, uh, the bridge that goes across the south side yes. of the city at the south end of East Shore over to Eodrid's Walk, mm-hmm. the square uh, that uh, connects to Citadel Volshynik. Yes. So we have to walk past Citadel Volshynik anyway, so we might as well go up and see if Cressida's yeah. in. Sure. Now that we're sort of publicly back in town. Yep. Um, so you go back uh, into... Uh, now when you get to Highbridge, there will be another checkpoint mm-hmm. uh, to which you will give them your information mm-hmm. and tell them your story. Yes. And roll bluff again. Okie dokie. Clack, clack, bluff rocks. Same story, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, so Lenore got a 12, and Ophelia got a 23. Uh, so uh, 25. We can have another person help if we have to. Uh, it seems they don't seem to question you further. Okay. I don't know if that means they believe us. Who knows? <laughs> can I sense motive to see if they yeah, believe us? Yeah, you can sense motive or sense motive. <laughs> How meta are we going to get about this? No, we're not going to do that. Um, I, I don't think you can actually tell. And then they sense motive, your sense motive. <laughs> you don't have telepathy, so. All right. So you get to Citadel Volshynik. It's getting about to like 8 p.m. now. Yes. And uh, the Grey Maidens will give you a bit of a hard time. It will take you a little bit of time of arguing about how you need to see Cressida. I mean, it's very important. Very important. And they're like, well, but nobody's supposed to go into Cressida's office. That well, was where the, those were the instructions we got. Well, it's super important. And eventually uh, you will make your way into Cressida's office. <laughs> um, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. All right. So what would you like to do? We would like to tell Cressida about the vampires. Hey, what are you telling Cressida? Um, uh, sorry. Oh, sorry, we're a little late. Uh, there's been a lot going on. We ran into vampires, uh, up at the body drop. Oh. Uh, up at, um... Vampires? Giatori's Toys? Yeah. That's way worse than I thought. There were I, four vampires spawn my there. vampire spawn? Yeah. Huh. Meaning the, there's a vampire sire somewhere. Oh, boy. Um, so... <sighs> now we gotta find that vampire, I guess. Yeah, so you we, think this is related to the Church of Agathoa? Oh, so first off, the coffins they were in had Ustalavic heraldry on them. Ustalav. Yeah. And then 
Um, one of them had a journal that was talking about being part of the Red Mantis. What? I don't know really what the Red Mantis is. I, I've heard of them. They're a, they're a group of assassins. They operate around the inner sea. And yeah. that they've been collaborating with the Ergothoans That's... to figure out Blood Veil. That doesn't make sense. The Red Mantis, they're assassins. They're not... Just to kill with disease, I don't know if that's something that they would do. I mean, this might be a little crackpot. We have had a uh, well-known public figure die mysteriously of disease recently. True. Maybe it's worth investigating. I wouldn't... I, I wouldn't put it past... Somebody um, to have hired the Red Mantis to... I'll consult the temples and see if they what they know about the Red Mantis. Yeah. Um, um, I'll talk to Bishop DeBear. Okay. I believe uh, she has some resources on uh, dangerous cults that she might be able to share with us. That's, that's not all. I used a spell to use the remains of one of the vampire spawn yes. to find, potentially, its sire. The spell led us to the hospice of the Blessed Maiden. What? We were not able to follow the lead further due to our injuries. Well, I think you made the right decision. We... Um, but do you think... Do you think vampires have infiltrated the, the hospice? I think that wearing one of those plague doctor get-ups would be a great way to go out in the sunlight without getting burned. Hmm. And without anybody asking to look underneath it. That is concerning. Field Marshal Croft, hmm? I would appreciate it if you did not inform other members of the Guard about this discovery. We are in a very delicate situation. We must exercise the utmost caution yes. if we are to uncover this deception. It is possible that... The vampire has allies who have aided it in infiltrating. Well, if it is associated with both the Cult of Ergothoa and the Red Mantis, it must have powerful allies. And we would prefer not to tip off those allies, at least as much as we can. Very well. We will be pursuing this lead tomorrow. If, um... I have something else for you as well. Oh. We found something. Oh no, what did you find? A name came up recently. You remember, uh, we've been trying to find anyone who might have been broken out of Death's Head. Yeah. Vault. A name came up. Okay. Two days ago. Okay. It is, uh, it took us a bit of time to verify it, but it is a known alias. An elf woman named Jolestina Suspirio. Jolestina Suspirio? She was a uh, sorcerer who was imprisoned in Death Head Vault for unnatural crimes, which is usually code for necromancy or other disgusting acts. Okay. And records have that a Jolestina Suspirio was imprisoned in Death Head Vault for a number of years. Some eight years ago. And then one day, when guards were doing rounds, the cell was just empty. Huh. 
at first they thought that perhaps she had turned herself invisible as, you know, that was within the realm of her abilities. But magical detection and uh, checks revealed nothing. She was never found, except her name has popped up, or rather an alias of hers has popped up as entertainment for a party at a manor on the south side of town, uh, Carowin Manor. Uh, I put out a few probes, and as it turns out, there has been a man who has been petitioning the guards at the gates since yesterday for help. Oh. Oh, sorry, sorry. There is a, there is a woman who has been petitioning at the gates for help finding her brother who was at Carowin Manor two days ago. Unfortunately, um, it seems that the guards at the gate didn't feel that this was worth my attention, but I think it is. Now, I don't know if you'll be able to find this woman. As I understand it, she's been a... She's despaired a bit for the lack of attention that the guards were giving her. But you can find uh, her apartment on Overton Way, uh, not far from the Marble Dome, where she works as a chorus girl. Uh, as I understand it, uh, her name, oh, sorry, her name is, uh, Dianira Mirakova. The brother she was concerned about was also hired as entertainment for Carowin Manor. His name was Ruan Mirakova. Ruan. Uh, from what I have, uh, he was invited to a private masquerade at Carowin Manor as uh, a performer. And from what we know, and from what we know, Jalostina Susperio was also invited. Okay, so we have a vampire sire and we have a missing persons case. Connected to a necromancer. Connected to a necromancer. I'm gonna say it sounds familiar. Yeah. So, which of these things should we prioritize? I'll leave that up to you. Okay. You've proven yourselves to be good judges of what deserves your time? <laughs> Don't make me choose. Uh, Whatever you think needs to be resolved first. Okay, well, every day that vampire spends taking care of sick people is the day the vampire can kill sick people. Yes. And every day this person continues to go missing is some is a day that this Jolestina person can do nefarious things. Well, we can't do either of them tonight, so uh, we're okay. we're all real spent, and uh, Uni has got energy drain that they need to recover from. Okay. So we'll see what tomorrow brings. Okay. Well, then I wish you a good night. Yeah. Stay safe out there. Thanks. Streets are rather dangerous these days. Yeah. It's, Vampires. You know, yeah. Escaped convicts. Uh, hopefully something that's been eight years I miss in the, the days when we were just hunting down Rolf. Yeah. And still no sign of him. Yeah. Things seemed a little simpler back then. Okay. All right. Uh, so we're going to... Head out? Head out. Head up to Burnt Bridge. Okay. Head back home. Do some sleeping. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Yudia overcomes their energy drain. What's the DC on that? It's DC 14. Okay. 
So, so. you're uh, heading back uh, mm-hmm. across town yep. uh, toward your home. Yes. As you are uh, going across town, uh, you will encounter a group of Queen's physicians. Okay. Uh, going about their business, they are six Queen's physicians trying to get into a uh, a small house on the side. I have death watch up. There is a person who you can see at the door. There is a person that is fully healthy mm-hmm. uh, by according to death watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Queen's physicians are arguing with them about their need to search the house. Are all of the Queen's physicians alive? Yes, all of the Queen's physicians are alive. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and the person is um, arguing with them about uh, not letting them inside? Yeah. They're, they're going like, can't you come back in the morning? I, I, there's nobody sick here. I just want to rest. And the, and the Queen's physicians are going, this house is right along, is right in the center of a series of outbreaks. And we must verify that everyone here is healthy. Um, uh, and the, you can see the person at the door looks kind of nervous. Oh. Can I sense motive on the person uh, at the door? See if they're hiding um, anything? Yeah. Yeah. Let's have some people who are good at sense motive roll. Um, Damn. I wonder, uh, could could Ophelia have switched back into her social identity at some point here? Yeah, you could. Yeah, because um, I get a I get a nice plus four to my sense motive uh, for Ophelia and her social identity. Uh, so she has a plus seven, uh, and then Unia has a plus nine. So we'll have them roll. Clack, clack, sense motive rocks. Oh my. Oh my. Unia got a 27. Okay. And Ophelia helps. You get the feeling, uh, like, as you're kind of coming up on this scene, that the person at the door is just really scared of the people in masks trying to get into their house. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, you don't know much beyond that, but you do get the sense that they're afraid. Okay. Um, would Damien be able to um, spend a couple of uh, um, um, arcane pool points to get invisibility back, go around a corner, cast invisibility on himself, and see if he can sneak around and look in the windows of the house to see if there's anybody else there that he can see with Death Watch? Um, yeah, yeah, I think you could probably do that. So cast invisibility? Yes. Alright, uh, and go around and give me a perception. Perception. Come on, Damien. Got five ranks in it. This is just sort of representing uh, how good of a vantage point you managed to find. Uh, 16. Okay, uh, so looking in, you will see that there are, like, two kids mm-hmm. in uh, in one of the rooms, mm-hmm. uh, and both of them look perfectly healthy. Okay. Um, they don't look like they have blood veil? Uh, I mean, you can't specifically tell if they have blood veil, but you know they're not on the verge of death. Okay, okay. Uh, so, and you don't see any sign of blood veil on them? Uh-huh. Um, um, okay. But the, but the kids are... Uh, I think the kids are would be asleep by now. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem healthy. Okay. And the the other person seem and the person at, at the, the door front, seemed at healthy. The door seems healthy. Yes. Okay. Well, I have an idea. Damien's gonna like uh, throw a card at Ophelia uh, so that his uh, invisibility breaks, and he's gonna come back to the group. Yeah, it doesn't look like anybody is sick in the house. Um, at least everybody looks healthy. I, I think this person is just scared, mm-hmm. um, and they're not hiding anything. Uh, should we tell the 
Queen's physicians to go away. Um, uh, let's let's go. Let's just go talk to all of them first. Uh, if there's not anything to worry about, um, so I'll just sort of go up, uh, and Lenore will uh, take the lead here. Um, yeah, yeah. So you, you would get you would get that like basically as this conversation is is progressing, the Queen's physicians are sort of indicating that if the person continues to hamper their investigation, it is punishable by imprisonment. Is there a problem here? Ah, agents of the guard. Welcome. Perhaps you can aid us. This person is restricting access to their domicile, despite the fact that research by our experts has determined that they are in a high-risk location. We require access in order to verify that everyone in the house is safe. Can we just get everybody in the house to come out here? My, my children are asleep. I, I, please, I, can't you, like, come in the morning or something? Yeah, is anything uh, going to happen overnight that would make this place different in the morning? Nobody's going to come in or out. Doing the testing while everyone is in the home is the best way to ensure that the disease does not continue to spread if anyone is infected. Well, I mean, in the morning everybody will still be here. Our patrols require that we go to other locations. This is where our assigned patrol brings us today, at this time. Further impediment of our duties is punishable by imprisonment. Um, they're looking at the they're looking at the uh, homeowner. Uh, Ophelia's uh, Ophelia's going to come over. Hi, hi. Um, look. I understand that you are very interested in making sure that everyone is safe, and we appreciate that so much. Mm-hmm. It, it's really important, but I think that there's an aspect of this that you might be missing out on, which is that as the Queen's physicians, people need to be able to trust you. People need to be able to have some, you know, to not treat you or your office with fear. I think that's very important, don't you? Our office should be treated with respect. We are we act on the authority of the Queen. Of course. People's emotions are far below the mandate that we have to secure the city. But doesn't isn't part of securing the city also preventing people from panicking? Real diplomacy. <laughs> okay. Okay. I should make a diplomacy DC button. Nope. Oh no. Uh, plus four in social identity. Twenty. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Damien helps. Goodness knows how. Uh, oh, actually, actually, uh, with a twenty, uh, with a twenty, uh, you, you do manage. Actually, with a twenty, uh, you do actually see one of the queen's physicians. You know, obviously, it's basically impossible to read them because they all mm-hmm. wear these psychopomp masks Mm -hmm. but Ophelia pleads her case Mm -hmm. she bites her tongue in the middle and she's like ow ow sorry sorry Uh, and they they look at the homeowner no one is to leave this house until a clean bill of health has been given to everyone that dwells within we will return at sunrise and you see the the uh the person at the door just like let out a sigh like Thank you. Thank you, please. Um, thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have a good night. Stay safe. Unia, as they're walking by, goes, If you are harboring 
anyone with blood veil. I hope you get what's coming to you. Ouch. Intimidate. <laughs> intimidate, check. Intimidate, check. Is it it's it's dark. It's it dark. It is dark. They are better at intimidation when it is dark. Thirteen. That negative levels are really getting me. <laughs> uh yeah, you know, the person seems already kind of nervous, so uh-huh. I don't think you further uh threaten them. Yeah. But uh yeah, they, they definitely seem pretty nervous. Alright. Whole ordeal. Alright, so you managed to get back to your home. And you will find it appears the door has been broken in. Oh no. Shelves have had their contents spilled across the floor. Oh no. Um there uh there are there are cabinets that are open. Oh no. And there is a very rancid smell. Oh gosh. Do we make like survival checks, perception checks? Um you can make survival to try and figure out what did this. Yes. I would like to do that. Tracking whatever did it, basically. Okay. Unia got a natural 20 for a total of 24. Um, and everybody else got over a 10. Like, we got a we got a 20, a okay. 17, a 12, and an 18. So, <laughs> digging through the house, you will find that there are scrape marks across some of the some of the uh, shelves and things. Oh, no. Uh, and uh, following the trail of debris, oh. it seems to lead you to the kitchen. Specifically... To the sink. <laughs> Lenore, Lenore's gonna take out her faux shard. The smell is very strong here. Lenore's gonna take out her faux shard and like, like use the, the, the wooden end of it to like open up the cabinet under the sink. You open the cabinet under the sink and emerging from the darkness within, an eye stalk pokes out and then a tentacle with <gasps> the nostrils on it as a tiny Otiog baby <gasps> sniffs the air around going baby? <laughs> baby? It pokes its head out. Little bulldog Otiog baby. Baby! Is this the same Slobbering baby? and disgusting. It's hard to tell really <laughs> that it seems that this Otiog broke into your house. It is a baby Otiog. A baby! It seems it seems that the baby has broken into your house uh-huh. and has been sniffing around for things to eat. Oh. Um, if you would go to your larder, you will find that all of the eggs have been eaten. No! No. My all eggs. four dozen or whatever fucking no. number of eggs you have. No! They're all taken. Lorcas, I got those on sale! Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, and uh, it seems the baby has also been eating your trash. One of your trash cans is turned over and all of its contents sort of spilled out across the floor. But also, like, like, um... You like ate all the banana through. peels! Yeah. All of yeah, the banana peels! breath smells like, like old banana peels. Oh. And also, garbage. Oh! Oh, can I, can I, can I give it a little Got pat? Little teeth coming out at odd angles from its large oh, central mouth. Oh my mouth. goodness! And this eye stalk with eight, with, sorry, this eye stalk with six eyes, sort of like... Excitedly looking at you, oh. and one of them, one of them sniffs Lenore, sniffs your pockets, Hi. and then <laughs> licks your licks your leg. Oh God! Oh, it wiggles. It wiggles excitedly. Oh, oh! Can I give it like a pat? Sure. It's it's all greasy. I want to pat the baby. It's slimy pat and the greasy. Gre- pat the greasy baby. You smell like garbage now. Is this a handle animal check? 
Um, I'd say that would probably do it. Roll to Pat. Roll to Pat. This is very important. The most important roll Lenore will ever make. Roll to Pat the baby Otiug. They're technically more intelligent than animals, so diplomacy would also do it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Lenore got an 11 on the handle animal. Uh, <laughs> Ophelia will try the diplomacy. Ophelia got a baby, oh, boy. baby. Oh, who's a, who's a beautiful little baby? You are... 29. It is friendly to you. Uh, you uh, the the the, the Otiug uh, hears you as you're basically as you're talking it. It wiggles a lot He's and it looks at you and it's and it's sort of like wiggling uh, and its eye eye stalk uh, points toward uh, Ophelia. Hi. Uh, and hey it's there. going to bound over to you and oh, um, and sort of. It's, it's, uh, yeah, you're getting, you're getting grime and everything <laughs> all over your clothes. Me. Ophelia uh, reaches down and, and gives it a pat. You, and it licks your hand and your hand is just covered in this thick mucus. It's so friendly. Uh, with just the smell of wet garbage. <laughs> Damien furiously pressed it, agitating around the house. <laughs> uh, and then it's going to bound through the house a few times. It's got the zoomies. <laughs> You go, see, it goes into the into the bathroom. Uh, the bathroom door is also broken open, uh, and, it, and you see it goes into the toilet. And just, <laughs> just lapping up the water inside. You see, it put, it sticks a tentacle down in, and it's like reaching in. It's, it's digging. Yep. <laughs> digging for stuff stuck in the trap. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. There's probably a puddle of water where it's wrenched the pipes from your sink out. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. That's nothing you couldn't fix with mending. Yeah. But um, there's water all over the place. Yeah, Unia's going to go and do mending on the front door first. Yeah. <laughs> Damien's prestidigitating behind So the it probably OTUG. takes you about an hour to fix everything. A baby Otiug is actually called an Otiug scrap. <laughs> um, as it's just going around eating anything that looks remotely like garbage in your house. Um, Lenore's going to take out the mopping bucket and see if the Otiug wants to sort of sit in that. She's going to put some banana peels at the bottom of it. You put them in. You watch the Otiug puts a tentacle in. This this toothed nostril tentacle just goes down <laughs> in and just starts clamping the banana peels and stuffing them into its face. It leans up onto the edge of the bucket and the bucket falls over and it just puts its whole head down in. Uh, meanwhile, the, the eye stalk is still sticking out the top, just looking around. Uh, hey. Clearly looking for more things to eat. Oh, look at you. You're so hungry. Um, gosh. We have... Uh, here, um, Lenore's gonna sort of, uh, open up the, um, the, uh, um, the pockets of the haversack and sort of pull out some, like, old wrappers and stuff and from, like, rations. And devours them. Uh, <laughs> so there's an apple core down there. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, maybe a moldy apple core. Oh, it's been in the bag too long. You forgot I, about it because it's an extra dimensional space. Yeah, I've never, I, I forgot to say apple core. Oh, there it is. Oh, yep. gods. Oh, it's been in there so long. Uh, Luckily, I believe there's no air in there. Yeah. So... It hasn't deteriorated too much, uh, but the the Otiug just eats it up. Oh my goodness! And um, and then uh, after probably about an hour of doing this, yes. the Otiug will sort of <laughs> seems like it's wearing itself out a little bit. Oh. 
It's going to climb up onto your couch. Do you? No, oh God. Hey, hey, I was gonna <laughs> sleep tearing there. At the, tearing at the, no. at the at the stuffing in the couch. God. Eating some of the stuffing. Just <laughs> stuffing just piled into its mouth, and then it nestles into the cushion that it has torn apart. I guess we can share. And it lays down. It smells horrible. Prestidigitation. Uh, it's going to recoil a bit from your prestidigitation, like no, like, hey, like you've just hit it with a squirt hey, bottle. Hey, no, no, no! It's 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 good. It's it's good. Damien will prestidigitate the smell of wet fungus. Yeah, so you get this it's musty okay. fungus okay. smell, it's okay. and it just sort of as you do that, it actually sort of calms down a little bit. Like you also get the smell amplified of just wet fungus. As if it's exuding the same scent to to mm, respond. It's terrible. <laughs> what what what's your name? Doesn't seem to really understand what you're asking it. Okay, we can come up with a name for you later. We'll see what you like. Okay. <laughs> it seems to nestle into this couch cushion that it just now torn apart, uh, uh, and it is really enjoying it. Oh, I. I liked that couch cushion. It had a nice, a nice impression of my butt. <laughs> Goodbye, couch cushion. <laughs> and it's gonna start falling asleep. Oh, it's a baby. <laughs> yep. We have a friend, a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, oh it's a baby. With that, we will end the day. Oh. Um, let's take a quick break. Uh, I'm gonna stop record actually. Baby! Baby. A baby. baby. A baby! A baby. A baby. Yep, the baby uh, <laughs> wanted to find you, but you guys were nowhere near. So it just came up into your house. No! I wanted to be friends! Yep. We like that we fed it eggs okay. before. Uh, let's take a quick break. Okay. Okay. Baby! time uh now now we so we took a little bit of a break just now uh to, to refuel I and have, uh we realized that we for, that we forgot to talk about kester to cressida yes so, so rewind. Rewind, rewind 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 and peggy <laughs> uh so how do you broach the subject <sighs> um there's one other thing that we wanted to talk to you about yes uh lenore sort of looks around uncomfortably um, you know that kid that we've brought around every once in a while? Yeah. Um, uh, he believes in... One of, in, uh, Gadrin's, right? Yeah, he used to be, uh, um... Yeah. Well, um, we reunited him with his family, uh, and... You know, he believed some of the things that Unia believes about Aridan. Oh. Unia sort of nods solemnly in the background. We found out today that, um... The Order of the Pyre has taken him. The Order of the Pyre? Yeah. They are in charge of expunging dangerous cults. I'm familiar with them, but uh, I haven't had any records of the Order of the Pyre being in the city. No, neither had we. Do you happen to know where they are so that we can find them and maybe kind of sort of kick all of their asses a little bit? By explaining to them nicely that they should let an innocent child go. Usually the uh, the Hell Knights are garrisoned here 
in uh, Citadel Volshainik, but uh, I can tell you that I have not had any Order of the Pyre knights and what Hell Knights we've entertained recently mm. are withdrawing from the city, actually. Oh. I suppose they're giving the Grey Maidens their space. It's, um... That's one way of putting it. Another way of putting it is that the Hell Knights are not satisfied with this current state of affairs. Is that right? It seems that we are not the only ones that disapprove of Iliosa's methods. Lictor Severs, DeVry, believes that the situation is being mismanaged to a dangerous degree. Okay, I gotta sit down for a sec because you're having us agree with Hell Knights. Um, this is there not is, what I was expecting to hear. There has been a gradual recall of Hell Knight forces to Citadel Vraid. Citadel Vraid. Um, you can do a knowledge geography if you want to know anything about Citadel Vraid. Will do. Uh, I think everybody's got some knowledge geography now, so... <clears throat> oh my! Lenore got a natural 20. Uh, so that's a 21 for Lenore. Uh, Damien got, uh, oh my goodness sake. Why couldn't I have rolled this well for stealth? Um, Damien got a 24. Unia got a... Oh, Unia doesn't have any ranks in knowledge geography. And <laughs> Ophelia got, also doesn't have any ranks in knowledge geography. So uh, we, we got a 26. So you want to know of Citadel Vraid, uh, which is a fortress of the Hell Knight Order of the Nail, the, mm -hmm. who are frequently called in, as you are familiar with, are frequently called in as shock troops to augment the strength of the Corvosan Guard yes. when the Corvosan Guard can't handle what's going on. Yes. However, they also sometimes will come in when they feel that their interests might be better met. Um, you'll know that Citadel Vraid uh, is perched uh, in the rocky crags of the Minespin Mountains, uh, it grimaces down upon Conqueror's Bay to the north and the city of Corvosa farther east. It is approximately 30 miles from the city in the mountains. And yeah, it's the headquarters of the Order of the Nail. And they, however, the Hell Knights that call it home have never bowed to Varician rulers or its laws. Mm -hmm. They are brought in when their interests are met. Yeah. And their interests are the teeming of the wild lands that are Varicia. <laughs> um they in their in their time in here, they are they have been known for a number of uh powerful raids against Shawanti and are largely responsible for pushing the Shawanti back into the Cinderlands. Alright. So um not people that we like, appreciate, or admire in any capacity. They're pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, okay, so we know that the Order of the Nail is at Citadel Vraid. Also, I also have a picture of Citadel Vraid. Okay. For you. It's it's really something. <laughs> Every time you say it's really something, it always ends up being really something. If you would like to describe this for the listeners. Okay. Oh, wow. It looks like evil Minecraft... Um, yeah. there are several sort of pillars of rock that have been eroded into the mountains, you know, through some sort of natural process. Mm -hmm. And there are spiky, terrifying looking towers on yes. each of these three chunks of rock connected by 
<laughs> very long spindly very, bridges. Yeah, very long spindly bridges of the kind that is like because we're evil, we don't have guardrails. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They probably have guardrails. They probably have guardrails. Yeah. But you know, um, they're very long and spindly looking. This, some of the stuff was probably made by magic or like really, really dedicated engineering. Um, oh, you will know that that um, the three castles. Uh, well, you got it. Twenty three, right? Twenty six. Twenty six. Oh, okay. Yeah, you will know that the three castles uh, here are known as Bastion Dominus, Bastion Tyrannus, and Bastion Ferox. Cool. <laughs> Those all uh, sound. They terrifying. represent the the Asmodean ideals of slavery, tyranny, and pride. Wow. Yes. Okay. If I ever get to decide. Uh, a place to wipe off the map. Putting this one at the top of the list. Yes. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we know this about Citadel Vraid. Do we know if Citadel Vraid and or the Order of the Nail more generally occasionally allow members of the Order of the Pyre to stay with them or do they work with them? Cressida would go on to tell you that in... In instances where other Hell Knight orders are called in, usually the first place that they will go is the nearest Hell Knight garrison. It's, uh, there's a bit of politics involved. Many of the Hell Knight orders, uh, while they all bear the same name, not all of the Hell Knight orders get along with each other. Mm -hmm. And so there is an ideal that if a Hell Knight order is going to operate in the vicinity of another established order, there will be a visit to their bastion in which appropriate measures will be taken to ensure that the right people are paid or flattered or so, otherwise consoled and assured that the guest Hell Knights will not be interfering with the business of the established order. Okay, so... So you can imagine that if the Order of the Pyre is operating in Corvosa... The Order of the Nail will know about it. Okay. But as for them not telling me, that's concerning. Yeah. I, as Field Marshal, am supposed to be responsible for all military actions taken in Corvos's holdings. Yeah. Think maybe they thought you wouldn't like it? Perhaps. You say that they're hunting other worshippers of... She's sort of cringes a little bit. Aridin? Yeah. I... She puts her elbows on her desk and she steeples her hands in front of her. And she looks at Yunia and just goes, I won't lie. It is a concern that I have had. But I assure you, your services to the city have been great enough that I would never invite these people to pursue you or those you hold dear. I believe you. I imagine that if you were interested in halting my worship activities or those of my faith, I would know about it. You are not very stealthy in that way. <laughs> well, that's not how I got this job, uh, so. I would request. We are very busy and have many leads to follow yes and many people to protect would you be able to send some guards 
up to the old Temple of Aridon. I will look into it. Um, getting them through the checkpoint might be difficult, but... It would be in the name of protecting the citizens of Corvosa. Yes. I can also put in a probe at the Temple of Asmodeus and see if they have been hosting any Hell Knights. Yes. They have been known to from time to time, though they are not always on the best terms with the Order of the Nail. Despite the uh, ideals that the Bastions are dedicated to, the Hell Knights of the Order of the Nail have frequently been at odds with the Temple of Asmodeus here in the city. Uh, it seems that uh, sometimes they have been called in, in fact, to investigate the business arrangements of the Temple of Asmodeus as slavery is strictly forbidden within the city. Yes. Well, let us know and if any... we have made use of the Order of the Nail to enforce said restrictions. Yes. Please let us know if any of your investigations bear fruit. I will. Um, what was the child's name? Kester. I will say this. The Hell Knights are not usually ones to be so merciless with children as they are with adults. Usually, my experience was with the, with the history of the Order of the Nail in their raids against Shawanti tribes, is that uh, they would defeat the warriors and seek to bring the children into settlements where they could be part of our society. Yeah, I, that doesn't sound like much better. You see, Cressida actually has like a look of, well, it, it helped them to integrate into Corvosan society. Mm-hmm. Most Shawanti that still live in the city are have grown up here because of these programs. Uh, we'll save our conversation on that for another day maybe <laughs> ooh political differences da Damien, with Cressida Damien's sitting here going like uh... <laughs> yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna write you like a like a, a pamphlet <laughs> just outlining all of the ways that's fucked up yeah every <laughs> single way that's fucked up she, Cressida just sort of goes do you want them to kill children no, no, gods! You can you can do bad things even if you're not killing the people. Okay. Um, gods, we'll talk about it later. There's okay. too many things. <laughs> she goes. I will investigate and see if I can find these Order of the Pyre agents. Excuse my language. I just realized I said fuck. Um, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Let Damien say fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so so she is going to put some guards into protecting the Temple of Aridin. And uh, also investigating at the Temple of uh, Asmodeus to see if they have been hosting any of the Order of the Pyre. All right. Yep. All right. Okay. So. All right. So now, now we fast forward back again. Yes. Right. Uh, Damien is snuggled up on the couch, uh, sort of away from the Otiug. Actually, no. The Otiug has the couch. Damien tried to sleep on the couch, but it smells too bad. It smells awful. Um. So Damien. No amount is, of prestidigitation will fix no. this. So Damien is in a bedroll, um, on the floor. Uh, and uh, I believe, I believe the Otiug has now been named Portobello. Portobello! Yes! Oh, little mushroom. Mm-hmm. Little mushroom. Little oh, mushroom. Alright, so uh, the, the Otiug uh, 
has fallen asleep, tentacles wrapped up around its body, no. sort of like hugging itself. Oh. Its its eye its eye stalk laid flat across its head, with the eyes like basically closed and pressed against its head. And every now and then, it like kicks a little bit in its sleep, like. <laughs> Every once in a while, um, Damien will use Mage Hand to um, to give it a little pat. Aww. And it just... <laughs> drool pooling on the couch cushion beneath oh, it. Oh, it's so gross! It's really gross. It smells awful. <laughs> Alright, so what would you like to take care of the next day? Oh, uh, we got a roll for... Um, Yes, we you need to roll, roll for removing, removing the, negative levels. the negative level. Okay, so right now it's a 1d20 plus 7. Uh, we're just gonna... And if you fail, you do your arrow point, yeah? Yep. Uh, shit! What'd you get? <laughs> I got a natural one! Oh no! Okay, we're, gonna, we're spending a arrow point arrow to re-roll that. Right. God. Hey! Alright, you managed to remove your negative level. God! My dice luck! It's so bad. Um, that was Unia. Yep, Unia's down to one hero point. Uh, yeah. and their negative level is gone. So they they're tossing and turning. They're having a real rough time with oh, it. Boy. And then and then they feel they sort of feel uh they they sort of see before them Zolara as Miranda, uh-huh. and she reaches out and puts her hand on Unia's head, and Unia feels the negative energy that has been suffusing their body get sucked out. Nice, And Solara nice. kind of smiles, oh, and she disappears. Good. Uh, so Uni has one hero point. I have on here, does Lenore still have two? Yes. Okay. And everybody, and, and Damien and Ophelia are wiped out now. Yep. This is great. I like this. <laughs> this is great. Maybe I can get rid of all of them before the end of the book. So, I guess we're not going to uh, prep uh, remove curse today because it turns out remove curse by somebody under twelfth level doesn't do jack. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> so right. let's just um, uh, we can have Unia prep to spell magic today, maybe. Okay. Uh, they also have a scroll. It is um, now so Wednesday. We're gonna have them prep to spell magic and remove disease. It is now uh, Wednesday. Um, Desnus the sixth. That's May 6th, for those of you playing at home. Okay. Uh, that sound right by your book? Yes. Great. Yes. Today uh, is Desnus the 6th. We are now 14 days into the Bloodvale outbreak. It has been a full two weeks, and uh, the death toll is getting quite high. We've been doing our damnedest. There are, there are several hundred dead across the city now. Gosh. Um, <sighs> okay. Um, morning paper doesn't come. <laughs> yeah. Uh Ah, golly. Okay. So, so, what would you like to do today? So we have a uh, we have a vampire to kill. Okay. Um, we also have some missing persons to find. Yes. And I don't know which one to go for. I'm like a little torn. Um, what are is is there something I can roll to sort of give me an idea which these things will be more efficient or more helpful? Like an int check or um, like a. It's kind of up to you, honestly. Uh, okay. You, well, you, you know that you know that you have this person who uh, seemingly matches the mo of what you're looking for with the um, with the uh, death's head <clears throat> coffers. We also uh, have a and you have a vampire that's possibly infiltrated the hospice of the Blessed Maiden and is turning people into vampires. Is turning people into vampires, maybe. 
So, my instinct um, is that, and you know, my instinct isn't the best. My instinct is what told me to attack the Uroth Lamb Zombie first. So, I'll take this with a heaping helping of salt. But I feel really bad about a vampire being around all those blood samples. And being yeah. around a bunch of sick people who may be dying, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're really close to death. How about I just, um, mm-hmm. oh no, they died of blood veil. I'll come back in like three hours, make them into a zombie Maybe. spawn, or not a, a make them into a vampire spawn. Like that, that feels that feels really bad to me. I uh, also, um. If we can find who's infiltrated the Queen's Physicians, maybe we'll also find the Queen's Physician who's been flying around and bothering us. Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, I don't know if they're the same, uh, but I am I'm concerned. It seems like we should probably deal with the problem inside the Queen's Physicians before we go and deal with other things, because we, if, we, if we have a problem that we need authority to come help us solve, we want to be able to trust that authority. I would hate to... It, call in the queen's physicians uh, for some reason and then have them be like <laughs> I was never really on your side yeah. um, so let's and also you know it, how many days is it going to be before the, the vampire sire finds out that we killed four of their vampire spawn um, and decides to leave the city or go to go to ground somewhere so um, let's take care of the vampire first okay. we also got that quest thread first so um, let's take care of the vampire first. We have all, of, n- none of us have any negative levels today. We are all charged up and ready to go. Okay. So you get to the, uh, hospice of the blessed maiden. And of course you will, you will get to the entryway, mm-hmm. which is, um, <clears throat> uh, again, the ho- the hospice of the blessed maiden, this warehouse, uh, in, uh, I think about Midland might yeah. be getting into slope. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's West Dock in the West Dock uh, area and uh, you get into the entryway uh, and the stinging scent of alcohol and medicine floods this dingy reception room, an odor typical of hospices and morgues. Mm. Across from the entrance sits a long wooden desk beyond which a stained leather curtain covers an archway, muffling the moans issuing from the rooms beyond. Also, Yuni has prepped zone of truth for today, just in case... We need to question a vampire or interview one. Please don't sue us, Anne Rice. Goodness. All right. Um, <laughs> so. Okay. How would you like to plead your case to Nurse Torthus? Nurse Torthus. Brunli the Torthus. Well, first, is Nurse Torthus a vampire? Uh, is, is Nurse seems Torthus. Seems to be alive. Okay. Nurse Torthus seems and to well. be alive and well. Okay. Yes. She's wearing um, a mask. She is wearing her black and yellow striped leggings and her <laughs> big tall boots. Her her rapier is actually just sort of perched on the counter um, uh, as she flips through a magazine. Hi. This is Siren. Nurse Torthus? Ah. Uh, the 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 Cover the f- of Night. The Fall of Night, yes. The Cover of Night. Fall of Night. I remember you you are called the Fall of Night. <sighs> Okay. What do you want? Do you have Hi. an appointment today? We don't have an appointment per se, but then there you... is no, there is a secu- there is a serious security issue with this hospice. We could actually uh, use your help. 
I'm aware of all comings and goings that go through here. There is no security breach. There are people pretending to be Queen's physicians. That is a crime punishable by death, right? It is if you have evidence of this. There is a vampire posing a as a Queen's vampire. physician. <laughs> the vampires. No, no, no vampires We have been chased here. around by a Queen's physician that can fly. It casts spells at us. Dr. Duvalis can confirm that one. Mm. We are here. Have you found this one? We are here to investigate all of the Queen's physicians. Damien can detect if any of them are undead. This does not seem... Nah. Roll me a diplomacy. This is extremely important. It seems very far-fetched. I feel like we would know if someone was vampire preying on the, on the sick here. I got a 28. 28. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, 24. I'm not in my social identity. 24. She, she looks at you. She narrows her eyes. She goes, Dr. Devolis is very busy. Please, can you at least just call Dr. Devolis out here? Hmm. No. Dr. Devolis works very hard to ensure that the people of Corvosa are properly treated. I cannot have you barging in with accusations of vampires and I don't know what else without any sufficient evidence. Damien, the journal, please. Damien pulls out the journal that the vampires had. They're working inside this facility. If you want, we can go get the vampire corpse and have a piece of the vampire corpse come with us back here. See, she's flipping through the book. It's like, this is all gibberish. What is the what do these symbols? They mean nothing. Uh, oh my god. What is Red Mantis? It's a group of assassins. Do you think Vampire is Red Mantis? Yes. Mm, I don't know about this. No, you cannot come in. You must have more evidence. If we come back with a piece of the body leading us to the vampire, sire, will that be sufficient? I think that would be enough. Oh my god. Okay, we'll be back in like a couple hours. She's the worst! Oh, she's very good at her job. So we'll go we'll go recover our vampire corpse uh staked through. Uh and we'll cast carrion compass on it. <laughs> if we go back to get the vampire corpse, is it gonna be gone? Uh I guess we'll find out. <sighs> Now, getting into Endrin Isle again will take you a couple hours. Uh, it just... If Nurse Torthus tells anybody, the vampire's gonna run away, and we're not gonna find well, it. Well, do you want to do what Nurse Torthus is saying, or do you want to try to force your way in? I mean, is is the door... It's, by, a, it's a leather curtain. It's a leather curtain? Yeah. We're going in. You're going in? Yes. Okay. Uh, she's like, you cannot come in here. You must turn back. We are coming in. Unia is going to cast whole person on her this. Actually, roll for initiative. Okay. Okay. Initiatives. Wow. That's awful. That's all awful. Holy shit. All right. So uh, we have basically as as uh, Unia starts to cast a spell, you watch as uh, Lenore got a 19. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, you you see. Um, you all see. Basically, Unia starts to cast hold person, and um, you all see that Nur- Nurse Torthus starts to go for her rapier. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, Lenore, what are you doing? I would like to try to do non-lethal damage to Nurse Torthus. Okay. Uh, that's a minus four penalty on the attack. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna rage for good measure. Uh, unless I can't do. Can I? Can I do uh, non-lethal damage when I'm blood raging? Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. I don't see why not. Okay. First attack. I got a 15. 15 to hit. Flat-footed. But it's not going to hit. All right. Try again. Uh, you will actually note that as you go to hit her, she still is able to dodge away before. Oh uh, God. Before, um, before you would think that someone who is caught off guard would be able to. Okay. Well, let's let's try again. Oh. Uh, okay, rolling to confirm. You got an at 20? No, I got an 18 on die. Oh, that's um, a threat. Yeah, so it's a, it's a critical threat. Okay. 19 minus the um, the four penalty for non-lethal. Okay, you're not going to confirm the critical hit. Okay. Uh, but but uh, also, I don't know that you would have the improved threat range if you're trying to hit non-lethally. Mm. Because, um, you know, that's, that's a factor of the weapon. Uh, and by using it non-lethally, you're specifically not using the weapon in its intended use. Okay. So I would say that you still, uh, on, if you're using a non-lethal, you only crit on a 20. Okay. Uh, yep. Rolling 1d10 plus 15 non-lethal damage. 17 points of non-lethal damage. Uh, 17 points of non-lethal damage. And she takes quite a nasty hit, actually. Ophelia's like, gotta sleep, gotta sleep, gotta sleep, gotta sleep, gotta sleep. Gotta sleep, gotta sleep. And um, Ophelia is going to... How much was it? Uh, 17 points 17. of damage. Um yeah, I got a two on the D10. Um, <laughs> actually, actually, upon getting this hit, she she would just go, "Whoa, holy shit! They don't pay me enough for this." Look, look, look. Do whatever you want. I'm going to go. I just smack. <laughs> holy shit! That is one hell of a hit. Ah. You know what? Your funeral. There's great maidens in there. You do whatever you want. Okay. God. Good. Gods, on my head! All right, uh, we won't, we won't, uh, we won't, um, <laughs> we won't uh, push it. Then uh, Ophelia's just going to push her way in past the. Just don't hit me in the head again! Oh, gods! Okay. All right. Uh, going to use her movement to go through the the leather curtain. All right, and um, immediately upon going through the leather curtain, you'll see that there are a number of queen's physicians here that look up at you like, Hi. you're not supposed to be here. I'm here for an appointment. Um, let me double check <laughs> Can this I bluff? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so, so pushing your way through, uh, one, of the, one of the queen's physicians will, will come up to you and just go, I'm sorry, if, do you have an appointment? Yes. Hmm? I have an appointment with Dr. Duvalis. You have an appointment? Yes. What is your name? I'm Siren. Ah, uh, yes, Siren. Of the cover of night. Of the cover of night. You should wait your turn in the entryway. The doctor is very busy. I really must talk to him as soon as I can. Excuse me, pardon me, pardon me, excuse me. Let me... We will fetch him for you. Thank you. No, the doctor does not like interruptions. I'm really sorry. It's super important. And so, um... This um, physician uh, gestures to another one of the uh, others who is walking around with a little tray with little surgical implements and things who just sort of <laughs> loudly drops the, the, the uh, surgical tray on, an, on uh, the rim of a bed and dusts hands and goes toward the back of the area. 
Um, would I be able to move Ophelia in? No, the, the physicians are going to be like, you need to wait in the entryway. Oh. Uh, now you, you could easily push past them if you want. Mm. Do you want to do that? Hmm. Um, I, I want, I want Damien to get a look at, at, at the Queen's physicians that are in here. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, so we, we are not in combat right now because you, yeah. you reduced, uh, you reduced North Torthus, uh, to below the threshold of hit points that she would be willing to fight. Uh, and, and just, she just like walked out the door, her head ringing. And, uh, so with, with, um, death watch up, you will find that uh, obviously there are tons of people near death. Yeah. Uh, in this ward here, mm-hmm. uh, some of them dead. Already. Uh, I'm going to have Ophelia take a step back and uh, you will gonna note sp- that some of the gray maidens were coming around with like a little wheelbarrow. That it looked like they were getting ready to load people into the wheelbarrow. Ooh. Uh, who were... Uh, like this one in the back here has a wheelbarrow. You also note that there are catwalks above. And there are gray maidens that as you come through... Mm-hmm. Draw their bows and they're gonna get like arrows ready aimed at you. Any undead in here? You detect no undead. Alright. Hi, we're just... We're, we're just waiting for our tour. It will be a few minutes... And after a little while, Dr. Devalis will come down and it'll be like, ah, ah, cover of night. What an unexpected interruption. Hi, sorry. We know you don't like being interrupted, but this is no, really important. I really don't. This, um, is, this is so important. We're really sorry. What is it? You know how the Queen's physicians can walk around covered up all the time? We think... Uh, some manner of intelligent undead may have infiltrated your ranks. That seems <laughs> very unlikely. Yeah, it um, does. Um, uh, long shot. Is Dr. Devalis undead? Doesn't appear to be. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> See, we found... We found some vampire spawn up in Ender Nile. Oh, well, I'm glad I wasn't there then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and see, we used the spell Carrion Compass, is that it? Unia nods. To lead us back to the Sire, and it led us here. Well, I, I, have, I think I would know if any of the bodies under my care were suddenly manifesting strange bite marks. We have a team of healers going around and checking all of them. A team of healers that might include... This vampire? That sounds very far-fetched, but um, what evidence do you have? So, Carrion Compass brought you here? Yes. So you think that it's leading you here because the vampire sire is in the hospice? Yes. So, what exactly is it that you want? Um, you can see I have Death Watch up. I would like all of the Queen's physicians to come here so I can look at them. You understand that this is a significant uh, interruption of our work. And this could result in the death of innocent Corvosans. I'll, I'll do respect, Dr. Devalis. Would you rather have people dying of the vampire who is supposed to be here? Very well. I'll bring out all of my physicians. And I am going to, of course, have to include a report that our work was delayed today. That's fine. And uh, he goes, Inspection by, I believe you're here on the authority of... Cresta Croft. Cressida Croft, right? All right. He pulls out his alchemist notebook and writes this down. Slams the book shut. There will be uh, some discussion to be had about this. Of course. 
Uh, as as we walk by, um, Unia's just gonna leave a potion of cure light wounds on the table for Nurse Torthus when she comes back. No. <laughs> um, so the Queen's physicians will line up here. Um, there'll be these four Queen's physicians, and uh, Doctor Devalis will actually go upstairs and come back down with three more Queen's physicians, and also two Grey Maidens. Okay. Uh, and, uh, uh, oh, can you see this? No, you can't. Uh, I Hi. cannot. Okay. Here's going to be Dr. Duvalis. And there go will be four others, uh, as well as two Grey Maidens that flank Dr. Duvalis. Um, Damien is going to be, um, uh, sort of standing up in front, uh, flanked by, or, or uh, with, uh, Siren and, um, Lenore on either side and Unia uh, taking up the rear uh, and he's going to look at all of the people in here and see if any of them Please are undead. Please remove your masks and submit to an inspection impromptu inspection under the authority of the Corvosan guard. I just want to make sure that all of us are doing our jobs here, I believe. And is there anyone else in the building who's working here who didn't come in today when they were scheduled? Uh, we have a number of patrols that are out and looking around, but uh, nobody else in the building right now. Okay. And uh, so you will see that the Queen's physicians will pull off their masks, and you see that they are a number of humans and maybe like one half-elf and uh, maybe a half-orc among them. And uh, they all seem a little bit perturbed by what you're doing. Uh, does Death Watch... Death Show Watch shows you that none of them seem to be undead. How about the Grey Maidens? Grey Maidens. Nope. They're all alive. And this is everybody. This is everyone that works here. Everyone that works here. Yes. Insight check. Uh, yep. Sense motive. Everybody rolling sense motive. Yep. Clack, clack, sense motive rocks. Clack, 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 clack. Okay. <laughs> okay. Unia. Uh, 13. <laughs> who got the highest? Who got the highest? Um, this is the easiest way to do it, is who got the highest? Who got the highest? Good question. And then the next two aid, if they beat a 10. Damien got a 17, and um, is aided by two people, so 21. Yeah, you don't seem to have any reason to suspect that he's lying to you. Okay, um, we have one other aspect of this questioning. Mm. I'm going to cast Zone of Truth. All right. Uh, Unia is going to cast Zone of Truth. Okay. Um, DC 17 will save. Very well. Please answer me directly. Are any of you aware of suspicious activity amongst your ranks? Silence from the group. What is the meaning of this? Do any of you know of vampires or other intelligent undead masquerading as queen's physicians. They all look at each other. Your silence will be taken as suspicious. We have no reason to submit to these this level of questioning. The queen's physicians act under the authority of Queen Iliosa herself. Are you suggesting that we would have an oversight so large that undead would be able to infiltrate the very place that's trying to stop the cult of Ergothoa? Dr. Devalis, 
Don't you remember the Queen's physician that attacked us? I do. Wasn't that suspicious? It was suspicious. Did you... Did you look around to try to figure out which of your Queen's physicians did it? Well, uh, looking around right now, you see him look at all of the people here. I know all of these people. And I know none of them are capable of the level of magic that that fellow seemed to display. So you admit it then? Hmm? There are people who are pretending to be Queen's physicians. Looks like all of the people here are legitimate Queen's physicians to me. Do we have your permission to look at the patrols? It would seem that you are intent on impeding the activities of the Queen's physicians, and I might remind you that we are acting under royal proclamation and that attempts to impede our activities are punishable by imprisonment. We are simply trying to help you find someone who is pretending to be a Queen's physician, which, as you might recall, is a crime punishable by death. If you can find evidence of who is posing as a Queen's physician, I will be happy to accept that evidence, which I will relay to the Queen, and they will be punished appropriately. But as it stands, you are coming into my hospice and taking these lovely people away from their work. We just don't want any of that work to be making the poor, dying members of Corvosa into vampire spawn. Well, that is certainly not our intention. Have you noticed any blood samples going missing? I have not been paying particular attention to the manifests of tracking the blood samples. Could you go check those manifests, please? We'll wait. We have a lot of work to do, and you are impeding on it. Dr. Duvalis, we've done so much good work together. We've had to trust each other through a lot of very unlikely situations. Does that count for anything? He's going to suspiciously look at you and leave and go up. Queen's physicians are going to put their masks back on and they're moving around. Dr. Duvalis is acting really weird. The Grey Maidens tighten a bit around you. I thought he was supposed to be scared of undead. Why isn't this more important to him? He will come back down with a book in hand. You may peruse this at your leisure, but we need to resume our duties. Of course. I think we have proven that there are no vampires in the hospice. For the purposes of your phobia, I certainly hope not. I do not appreciate these spurious rumors and interruptions of our work. Hopefully, we will be able to prove to you in time that our suspicions have merit. Hopefully. And we will be able to repair the trust that has been broken between us today. And we will uh, take the book, and we will turn around and leave. Okay. Uh, so, uh, looking through the book, you'll find records of many blood samples that have been taken. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the sam And it indicates that Basically, looking through the book, uh, which will take like about an hour or two, okay. um, that there are there are records indicating that a lot of blood samples have been taken mm -hmm. and that some of them have been studied here in the hospice. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of them uh, have been sent away for further testing in Agorian. In Agorian? Yes, which is where um, Devalis is from. Right. And I bet... Um, where, where and when have these shipments been taking place? Uh, there is, there have been 
They're being sent to the castle. Okay. Um, for express delivery to a Gorian is what it says. Ah, okay. So somebody's teleporting, probably. Uh-huh. Um, have any shipments been interrupted between uh, the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden and the castle? There's no records that indicate that they have. Those sons of bitches. They know. They know there's a vampire. <laughs> they might even be, like, cool with it and want it there. <laughs> uh, okay. 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 Cool. 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 But uh, cool. yeah, uh, of the staff that he brought out, uh, it doesn't seem that there's anyone undead among them. I also noticed, even with Yunia saying that silence would be taken as suspicion, they did not answer any of our questions. Those sons of bitches. Doctor Voss acting weird. I don't. He used to be nice, man. I thought we were going to go in there and he's going to be like, oh no, an undead. I'm so scared of undead. This is, you need to fix this immediately. Uh, oh my gods. And instead he's like, why are you interrupting? Go away. Uh huh. This is not appreciated. Right. The queen will hear about this. And I'm just like, holy shit, man. All right. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. He's probably in somewhere else in this building. Are there other ways to sneak into this building. Uh, well, there's, there's, uh, I mean, have you cased the joint? Have you, have you looked around? Have you? Can I do that? Yeah, you like scout around. Now you are being watched. Now, oh, there are queen's physicians, uh, at the periphery watching you. Okay, maybe we don't case it right now. That looks yeah. very suspicious. All right, but yeah, suspicious activity from the queen's physicians and such. Mm-hmm. Um, very much so. Oh boy, they probably, they probably freaking, they're like, go back into your coffin, man. Uh, they're here looking for you. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> bleh. Only a sense motive, just in general. Oh, good. Okay. Um, given the nature of the conversation. <laughs> Unia got a natural 20. For a total of what? 30! Oh, boy. Um, uh, aided by anyone? Yes, aided by Damien and Lenore. Okay. Actually, so, aided by everybody, if you could. Through the conversation, but, uh, uh, while you had Zone of Truth up. Yes. Uh, just by the way Devalis was speaking, you do get the sense that he was deliberately avoiding direct answers to a lot of your questions. Mm-hmm. Now, to what end? Not clear. Uh-huh. Is it just that he is insulted by this insinuation that his beloved queen's physicians might contain a vampire? Is it because he's actively hiding something? You don't know that. Mm-hmm. But you do get that he was dodging direct answers to the questions mm-hmm. in a way that would not require him to lie about anything. Yeah, even the does does all the time we've spent together count for nothing. Didn't answer. Didn't even answer that. The yes. bastard. <sighs> Alright, um, so would you like to investigate the other place? Yes. Yes, maybe we right. can come here at night. Under the cover of night? Under even? the cover of night, yes. Oh, under the cover of night. I do uh, feel a little bad for Nurse Torthus. She's yeah. doing her job. She's, she, you, you see her coming back in, uh, rubbing her head like, oh, it's you. So did you get what you want? Yes, thank you. <sighs> Fuck you. <laughs> Unia. Uh, gestures to the, uh... You are how you say, the bastards. I'm sure it is a matter of perspective. My perspective is a bit difficult with double vision. (laughs) Would you like Cure Light Wounds potion? 
Uh, <laughs> I will speak to Devalis about this. He will be able to have one for me. I have one right here. Oh, I'll take that then. There you go. Okay. Next time, consider letting us through. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just doing my job. But I'm not about to get knocked out by 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 stupid adventurers over over a job that only pays me enough for rent. <laughs> Perhaps consider a different line of work. I am good at this, generally. Not against people like you. And we'll we'll head out. <laughs> okay. Enjoy uh, your dirty magazines. Okay. All right. So, um, you have been directed to either Carowin Manor or, um, the woman that was sort of beseeching the aid of the Corvosan Guard. You'll know that the woman, uh, lives, uh, in a modest apartment on Overton Way, not far from the Marble Dome. I keep trying to find Overton Way, and it keeps going, it keeps, it keeps shifting to the right of where I think it is. Overton Way. Right hey. Yes. We will make, I, I, I would like to go to the person who's been entreating help from the guard first. Oh, it's actually right near the Temple of Serenray. Oh! So you're able to get to uh, this modest apartment on Overton Way. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you will, uh, there'll be like, there'll be like a little series of uh, strings that are connect seem to be connected to like bells or something mm -hmm. uh, that probably ring on uh, whatever floor you pull on the string for yes. uh, the apartment that is um, marked for Dianera Mirakova? Uh, Dianera Mirakova, yes. Dianera. And uh, so you ring the bell for a while, and uh, eventually a woman will come down, a Varician woman. Hello, uh, are you with the guard? Yes. Oh, oh, thank you, Saren Ray. Please, please, um, uh, are you here about Ruan? Yeah. Okay, um, uh, uh, what, what do you need? What do you need? Uh, it's been it's been nearly three days and I haven't heard anything from him. He went to a job at Carowin Manor. I, I need I need your help. Yeah. Um, actually, um, anybody uh, who talking about Ruan Mirakova, uh, give me a knowledge check. Yeah, uh, knowledge local, or just knowledge local. Knowledge local. Okay. Yes. Um, how many people? Does everybody have knowledge local? At you this can point? see that no, she's, 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 she's she looks distraught. She she looks desperate oh. to uh, talk to you about this. Alright, so Ophelia doesn't know squat, but Damien got a 23. 23. Yeah, you will know um, the name Ruan Mirakova actually rings a bell. Mirakova is a, a young master of an unconventional instrument, the ocarina. Uh, he's actually known as a prodigy uh, around the circles of South Shore and like the Marble Dome and such. Uh, and you have heard of Ruan Mirakova as like a famous musician that will like sell out crowds. Wow. Um, and um, so this is a big deal. This is a big deal. Uh, that to for somebody to hire him for like a private event would be a pretty impressive event. Yeah. Please, I I don't have much, but I need my, I need to see my brother again. I I'm so worried about him. Did he tell you uh, can, anything about? The event that he was. Going he said to. that it was supposed to be something to raise the, raise the spirits of, of the nobles of South Shore. That everyone is so concerned with this blasted disease and not being able to go out and being worried about patrols and sickness and so they were going to throw a little gala to uh, a masquerade to uh, bring uh, everyone out and and help and help lift their spirits and do you know who was putting it on in particular uh, I, she she lists off a, a number of musicians 
it's it's being put on by the Carowinds, obviously. Um, there's Osseo and Alarin uh, Carowin, uh, uh, just a a very very well off group, I might say. Uh, and they they invited just everyone was there. Uh, for instance, uh, there there was uh, I, I heard that Hornsby Evans was coming, and uh, Zelina Ripley uh, Bartholomew. <laughs> uh, and even Geisbert be room. <laughs> and uh, your brother was playing the ocarina there? Yes, he was invited to play. I believe they also had some other entertainment. There was a harp player. There was a, there was a, there was some sort of juggler of some kind. Is there an elf lady? I think, yes, the, the, the juggler, an elf lady. Juggler. Will you, will you investigate? Yeah, yeah, we're on it. Okay, uh, I can give you. So, uh, what do you want? I, I I'll pay you. I have. I don't have a lot, but I have some heirlooms that might be interesting. I can get you. I can get you season passes to the Marble Dome. Oh, you know, uh, um, we will, we'll, um, right now, uh, gold is probably the most helpful, unless you have some sort of disease-removing items. We really, it's. I'm afraid I don't have anything. Quite, yeah, that that's fine. That's fine. Like that. Um, we're really, uh, we're not interested in, uh. uh Grifting you out of house and home here, ma'am. Um, oh, it's no grift. I, 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 I offer whatever I can to get my brother back. Yeah. Well, um... And, uh... So... Uh, we can mostly just use gold. Okay, um, uh... Well, well I'll, I'll make sure that payment is ready for you and when you can find him. Oh, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much. I'm so worried. Yeah. Uh, they were down on uh, Shoreline Way. Uh, Shoreline it's a, it's a Way. large manor. Carowin Manor. Okay. Um... Uh, you'll know it. It's, it's the one with the blood-sworn mahogany doors uh, and the large hedgerow outside. All right. Thank you. Um, we'll, we'll get on that right away. Okay. So, making your way over to the stately gabled estate along Shoreline Way. Yeah. Uh, Carowin Manor serves as the in-town home of Olaren and Osseo Carowin. Uh, when you get there, uh, so following the instructions that you've gotten from Cressida and from this lady, yeah. you will be able to find um, uh, festooned with cinderberry garlands and bright red drapery, the limestone facade of Carowin Manor faces Shoreline Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sturdy front doors are made of blood-sworn mahogany. There are brass banisters of a balcony that rise 15 feet above the front door. Uh, which you look like you could probably climb if you wanted to do. Um, and let me see if I have a description of the entrance. Yeah, it looks it looks very nice uh, from the front. And in fact, I'd like to bring you over to a map. Ooh. Map, 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 map. Excellent. Great. And so this will be the door. You'll be down in South Shore, the newest district officially added to the city. South Shore became a part of Corvosa in 4684 when Queen Domina set the first foundation stone for the Pantheon of the Many. Uh, South Shore's population consists mainly of the city's nouveau riche, uh-huh. uh, hoping to uh, escape the cramped conditions elsewhere in the city. No wards divide South Shore, and a, a small enclave built specifically as an emissary for Mirani elves stands in the ward. Ah. Uh, there's some notable places such as Bard's End, which is a uh, very large inn. Uh, Kendall Amphitheater uh, is here. Kendall Amphitheater is uh, on the other side of the pillar wall from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have the Pantheon of the Many in the eastern part. 
but you will be on the west side of uh, South Shore, which is a very well-to-do area. The, the houses that you see here, some of them would take up entire blocks inside the city. And they have, like, lavish estates. This one has a hedgerow around the back, topiaries uh, shaped, into, uh, shaped into exotic animals. Mm. Uh, okay. And, yeah, you get to the door, and you can faintly hear the sound of music playing. Okay. And this is the place where that guy went missing. Here. Yes. Okay. So... Three, uh, I think three days ago now? Three days ago now. And everything everything seems uh, quiet? Seems quiet. Except you for the music playing? You don't okay. see anybody in the windows. Uh, on the, You see like a sitting room over here. Okay. And like uh, what looks uh, like probably a dining room maybe. And you said there was a place that we could climb up if we wanted? Uh, you, you could probably climb the balcony. You also have a door right here. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, up to you. There's okay. also there's also uh, a hedgerow over here. Uh-huh. Okay. Dun-dun-da-da-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yep. Um, I think we are going to have Ophelia Siren sneak a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. Try to get a, um, a feel for the situation. Um, now, uh, I'm not going to have Damien cast, uh, invisibility on her yet. Um, but, uh, Ophelia is going to climb up onto the balcony. Uh, okay. If you want, I can have her make a climb yeah, check. Yeah, make a climb check. Okay. Um, she's going to have her buckler off um, just because it's not good for uh, for sneaking. Uh, so climb check. Uh, 13. Yeah. Uh, you're like, they're, they're, they're brass. They're a little bit slippery. Um, <laughs> it's, it's hard to really get a grasp on them. Uh, um, can I, can I jump? Um, it's 15 feet high. How, how, how big do I need to roll for that? Um, I believe that's you divide the check result by four. Mm. Hold on, let me check. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is four. It is, it is four per foot. Okay. So a 15 foot vertical leap. This is a roll of 60 on acrobatics. Okay. Yeah. I mean, technically in order to get your hands up to the, how tall are you? Uh, I'm five. I'm like, I, she's like five foot eight. Or so five foot six. You need roughly, I think, ten feet. A ten foot vertical I can't, leap. I can't roll. A, I can't roll a forty on acrobatics, no. even with the boots. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it I, seems like it might be a little difficult to get up there. Yeah. Can I try again? Um. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's nothing uh, deliberately stopping you from getting in. Um. Or I. I suppose I could just pick the lock in the front door. Yeah. Uh, I door mean, does seem to be locked if you try it. Hmm. Hmm. You said there was a hedgerow over here? Yes. Can we sneak over and take a look at the hedgerow? Sure. I roll stealth for everybody. Okay. Get a clock, clock, clock. Clock, clock, stealth rocks. Oh. Most people rolled really well. Lenore did not roll well. <laughs> uh, Lenore got a two. Um, <laughs> but... Ophelia got a um, 29 and um, on a climb. Oh, no. On stealth. On stealth. Okay. Um, Unia got a nine. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, buckler off. Uh, and Damien got an 18. 
Um, getting uh, going around toward one of these things uh, at some point, uh, you you all will be like uh, Ophelia's like stealthing super well, mm-hmm. and then uh, Lenore was going to be walking along, and suddenly you feel the slightest pressure on your back. You look up, and one of the garlands has been hooked around your your uh, fauchard, and as you feel that pressure, you see it just. Pull down, pull down like all these ribbons and streamers that all just come toppling down. And you see this like chain reaction of just all around. As you pull down the decorations from the facade of the building. We really need to do this tonight. But doesn't seem that anything notices you. Okay. Uh, well, we're gonna have uh, Siren up in front here. Still hear the music playing. Um, yeah, maybe they're so busy playing uh, playing their music they don't notice. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm going over to the hedgerows here. Let me know when I've reached the hedgerows. These are the hedgerows right here. Oh, okay. Um, so they're- if I like... Uh, oh, sorry. This is... It's lagging out a little bit here. Hold on. Uh... uh Oh. So if I were to, so uh, is there oh, any? Yeah, it's really lagging out. Is there anything worth seeing over here? Is there like I noticed there's a building yes. or over here? Yeah. Is there like a window I could sneak in over uh, there? There doesn't appear to be a window over here. Hmm. Anything to climb on? Um. I mean, there's the hedgerows. Uh, <laughs> Can I? Uh. Okay. But uh, I mean, like you, you haven't really tried it, but you know. Yeah. I suppose it wouldn't lead me anywhere, though. That's. Uh, not that you can see. Oh, 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 can I look for secret entrances? Sure, perception. Yeah. Oh, crap, crap. Balls. <laughs> Sorry. Easy. <laughs> clack, clack, slippery rocks. Hey. Yeah. That's yeah, not bad. Um, okay, so Lenore got a 27. Uh, Damien got a 20. Unia got a 16, and Siren got a got an 11. So we're looking at a we're looking at a 27 with two people aiding. Do I find anything with a 31? You do not find any secret entrances around the sides. Uh, I believe. Do I find anything interesting? You can't really see anything. No, it's hedges all the way around. Okay. Um, there are, uh, actually, um, uh, are you scouting, like, around the entire perimeter? Yeah, yeah, I'll scout the perimeter. Um, you will see, um, that, uh, let me grab somebody. What you can see in this room is, let me see if I have some notes here. Oh, see, see some people. You can see some people sitting in chairs. There is an empty fireplace. Uh, and you can see two people uh, in a lion and lioness mask sitting in the chairs, looking at the fireplace. There is a there is someone standing uh, dressed as a peacock and holding a silver serving tray next to them. And they're just looking at the empty fireplace. That's bad. That's bad. Um, person with the uh, with the dressed as a peacock, uh, as you watch, will take a glass and set it on and set it on the table between them mm-hmm. and grab a bottle that's on the tray and 
slowly pour nothing into the glass and put the bottle back on, stand there for a moment, pick up the glass, put it back on the tray, walk back over to the side, and you can see them, like, you can see the people in the chair, like, looking toward, like, there's glass in the way so you can't actually, like, hear anything that they're saying, mm -hmm. but you can he see the people in the chairs looking at the person in the, dressed as a peacock and sort of, like, motioning like they're laughing. Why do I get the feeling that this whole manner is going to give us a new meaning for dance till you're dead? <laughs> um, yeah. That's chilling. Uh-huh. And okay. they just kind of keep repeating the same action. Okay. While you watch. Okay. They don't seem to notice you out there. Okay. Um. <laughs> Can we, like, sneak past the windows, like, Scooby-Doo style? Um. <laughs> uh, so, so Ophelia's uh, scouting this out, right? Yes. Do you want everyone else to do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can Ophelia scooch past the windows and see if she yeah. can see anything on the other side of the room? Um, yeah, scooching past, you can't really see much else. It looks like the room is dark inside. Okay. Uh, and you don't really see anything else. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, Ophelia's gonna continue going around the house. Um, yeah, and, and you just find, um, more walls, uh, another, uh, hedgerow. Hedgerow. Is, do I see any building, like, over this hedgerow? Nope. Well, I mean, you can see the house over the hedgerow. Okay. They're, the house is basically two stories. All right. Uh, here, uh, well, I'll give you this as well. You know, it doesn't look like the people in here are really paying much attention to what's going on outside. So we're going to go, we're going to try and get back up on the balcony, I think. Okay. Um, Can we throw a rope up there? Will that help? Uh, we do have the climbing gear. You do have climbing gear. Can we put, can we... The, the pitons into the into the limestone facade of the house and just like climb. Oh, sorry, just just climb our way up. You yeah. So you wanna you wanna you wanna pound pitons into no. the. No. <laughs> I mean, you're the one that asked this. It's no, it's brass. I, I'm so no. Oh no no. Yeah, you um, can't pound okay. pitons into brass. Uh, I will try. I will see if I can get somebody else to climb up and drop a rope though. Okay. Um, sure. Lenore is much better at climbing. Uh, by much, I mean slightly. So we'll have her try, um, and we'll see if she can get, uh, throw a rope down to everyone else. Do you have any questions about what's going on here? Or? I mean, like, okay, Lenore doesn't manage to climb up either. What did you get? Uh, I got a, I got a, I got a four for a total of ten. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite slick. Do you see fifteen? Very nicely polished brass. Um, I <laughs> Everybody has a go. Everybody has a go. Okay. Damien, bless him. Roll the 20. He climbs up. You're now up on the banister. Okay. Damien would like to lower a rope to everyone else. Okay. So, um, they make so you can see. Here, let me let me copy Damien's token real quick. Uh, so you're up on the banister now. And you can see in the window, there are a, there are two nobles that seem to be talking to each other. And then further back into the area, you oh, can see just a pile of bodies. Oh my god. Oh no. Basically, you can see in the back, there's just this pile of dead bodies and masks laying on the floor. And oh, you can see no. from here blisters covering the faces of the unmasked people. Oh no. Just blood veil pustules and such. 
just angrily forming were we... on the corpses. Oh my god. The music is a little louder here. They had a fucking plague party. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, the people that we saw sort of just pantomiming out. Um, yes. Uh, did any of them seem to have blood veil? You couldn't see. They all seemed to be wearing masks, and you couldn't see their faces. Okay. Um. So and also their backs were to you. Okay. So there are a couple of doors up here. Um. Can I sort of uh send bring us in uh this this door over here? Uh. So you're sending down the. Uh, yes. You're sending down the rope. Yes. I'm sending down the rope. Okay. Uh. So you get everybody up onto the balcony. Yep. Uh. What are your climb checks? Oh. Roll over a five, basically. Okay. <laughs> I think everybody can manage to do that. Uh, mm -hmm. But we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Oh, Damien didn't need to roll. He's already up here. Um. <laughs> so Lenore got a 12. Uh, Unia got a seven. Ophelia got, uh, got an 11. Uh, so okay. everybody, yeah, everybody rolled like up. shit, but everybody rolled sufficient. Yeah. Okay. So you managed to get up and uh, trying the doors on the balcony here. Mm -hmm. They all seem to be jammed. Jammed. Yes. Uh, okay. So uh, is that a disabled device check, or do we need to force them? Or you could try to break them if you wanted. All right. Um, the disabled device would probably be a little quieter, but um, yeah. Let's let's try a disabled device um, for this this door right here because it doesn't look like there's anybody in this room. Um, maybe we could be a little sneakier. So, disabled device, uh, we do... Now, both Damien and Ophelia do have ranks in disabled device, and both of them have Masterworks Thieves tools now. So, um, we're just gonna have both of them roll. Uh, I think Ophelia's gonna lead, because she has a much higher modifier, but we'll see if Damien can help. I, I think only one person can attempt the disabled device check. Okay. Because it basically involves you sitting there with Thieves tools and No, that makes sense. Thing. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, I will have Ophelia roll. Boop. You can also try smashing a window if you wanted. Uh, so Ophelia got a... There are shutters over the windows, though. Uh, Ophelia got a 28. All right. Yeah. Uh, click. Nice. The door. <laughs> you find yourself in something of a study. Uh, you have a nice... Which which door are you opening, actually? Uh, this this one. Yeah. Uh, you find yourself in something of a study, and and the music is much louder now that the door is open. Uh, you can hear the sound of a harp playing somewhere in the distance. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, it looks like I have two Danians instead of a, an Ophelia. Oops, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> she just rolled really high on her disguise check. <laughs> Here, let's... Ha delete this one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you appear to be in some sort of study. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's not entirely clear. The music is now louder? Yes. Okay. Um, it is at this point that Damien would like to cast invisibility on Ophelia. Okay. And um, I would like to... Uh, open this door. Now, I believe the door will open easily enough, uh, and to which you will see that there are two nobles uh, dressed in fine uh, in fine clothing, standing here um, in flashy metallic costumes. They seem to be wandering aimlessly uh, around the room, gesturing at framed pieces of art that cover the walls of this gallery. Great windows look out over the west and south, and an alcove to the east is set with chairs for musicians. 
There, and there are piles of bodies. There are piles of bodies everywhere. all over the place. You see, they are pantomiming some sort of appreciation criticism of the paintings of Corvosan cityscapes and Carowin portraits on the walls. Periodically, they will stumble over one of the dead bodies on the floor here. And give me a perception. Okay. Um, Ophelia is the one looking through the door, so I'm going to give her a perception. Everybody else is sort of hiding in the study right now. Oh, that's not very good. Uh, (laughs) Twelve? Yeah, um, flashy costumes, huh? (laughs) They're acting a little weird. And they're going to keep moving around, Um, stumble. One of them just sort of weirdly stumbles off at an angle. What the hell? Um, Just going, ah, but... Wordlessly, uh, Ophelia would None like. We're talking. Ophelia would like to uh, sneak over uh, to, um, or she'd like to try to sneak over to one of the people who's like stumbling over the bodies over here to get a better look at them. Yeah, you. I mean, you. It's just in a flashy metallic costume. Hmm. The room stinks of death. And actually, uh, getting up to the balcony, let me describe for you the scene that you can see on the lower level. A massacre took place here. Oh my god. Upon the marble floor and heaped in the corners lie more than a dozen corpses, each clad in garish outfits of sequined velvet, revealing silk and colorful feathers, masks of all shapes and sizes, each competing with the last in terms of elaborateness, adorn the dead. In several cases, though, these fanciful adornments have fallen away, revealing withered flesh covered in the telltale blisters of blood veil. Most horrifyingly, upon a, bl- a blood-sick space cleared at the room center, sway three couples, jerking like hellish dancers, oh. all obviously dead. Oh. A woman dressed as an angel hangs from a rope tied to the second floor railing, oh. swaying in time with an incoherent, discordant song that fills the room. Oh my God. Uh, and actually, upon getting to the balcony, please give me a will save. Oh, oh no. Because the you can now hear the music quite clearly. Oh, Ophelia's so bad at will saves. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. What'd you get? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Got a 10. Ophelia, what happens is... You get here, and there's this moment where you see this angel swaying in time with this music that's playing. And as it happens, you sort of feel lulled into the music. Mm. And you start to sway on the spot, fascinated by the sound. Everybody, uh, people are going to realize Ophelia hasn't come back uh, and are going to start making their way out. Um, um, Ophelia, you, you uh, feel inclined to dance on the spot. Uh, Lenore is going to come out. Um, she might actually run into Ophelia uh, here, uh, into Ophelia's uh, invisible body. Um, uh, Ophelia, um, you you see Lenore and you feel inclined to reach out and dance with Lenore. Lenore feels... Uh, actually, um, Lenore, give me a will save as well. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, God. And Damien and Unia. Okay, everybody's well saving. Everybody Everybody. well save. Everybody's well saving here. Everybody. Everybody. Okay. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Everybody rolled okay. Okay. Um, Lenore's will save modifier, not great. Uh, She got a 14. Damien got a 17. 
And Unia, holy shit, Unia, got a 31. Oh, oh wait, Lenore gets a plus three to will saves against charm and compulsion effects. Is this a charm or compulsion effect? I believe it is a charm or compulsion. Uh, Lenore got, Lenore got a 17. Okay, so as the three of you come out here, uh, Lenore, Damien, and Unia. Lenore, you feel Ophelia reach out for your hand. What are you, what are you doing? And uh, you can't see her, but you see, you, you feel like her take your hand and put a, another hand on your waist. Uh, and she seems blissfully unaware of what's going on around her. But as that's happening, you can see the people that have been moving around seem to be appreciating the art in the gallery here. Look at Unia, Lenore, and Damien, and just sort of look at you like, And uh, you can see the rotted, necrotic flesh and disgusting teeth exposed beneath their masks as they open their mouths to growl at you with this zombified growl. And that is where we'll pick up next time. Okay. On Curse of the Crimson. What a curse. for listening to this week's session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. The Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path is property of Paizo and is used under Paizo's community use policy. For more information, check out paizo.com. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape's Curse of the Crimson Throne sound sets. If you would like some great sound effects for your own game, be sure to check them out at sirenscape.com. This session also featured multiple songs from Philip Melvin, our theme song is Chronospheres of Dr. Genevieve Beaumont. The mid-session break featured a clip of a Valentine's Day single, Promise of Hearth. And our investigation of Carowin Manor featured Paintings in a Clock Tower and Red Raven's Waltz. If you like the show, please consider leaving us a rating and review on your podcasting platform of choice. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Grandma could use a new hobby, right? For updates, memes, and vaguely menacing Corvosan press releases, follow us on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. Rain is on Twitter at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We have character sheets and bonus content on our Tumblr, including in-depth level-up discussions. Check that out over on tohaveandtoroll.tumblr.com. We will be back in two weeks with Session 35 as we investigate Carowin Manor and its ghastly plague party. We'll see you then on To Have and To Roll. Oh gosh, these guys are way too big. <laughs> we have giant...
Queen's physicians here. <laughs> it's not the vampires we have to worry about. It's the giants. You wouldn't happen to be a vampire, would you? A vampire? That is ridiculous. I'm, uh, just, just a minute. <laughs> you she you says, wouldn't happen to be a vampire, would you? <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> you sure that's what you want to go with? No. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> hold on. Or undead. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Got a siren going by. Siren, come back here. She just got her screaming crossbow bolts. <laughs> Please enjoy the music while your party is reached. <laughs> I don't really enjoy this music. <laughs> this feels ominous. I don't like it.